Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Peace, peace. And I'll say to you niggas, all right, if y'all can hear me in the chat room, let me hear you in the chat room, all right? Let me start on mute, niggas. All right. I don't see how that's working. We're going to keep it going. All right. Can you hear me? Kamani? All right. This is the test. First show, all right. Just letting y'all get up in the chat room. Good Call in so we can hear that. Gotta get those numbers. All right. Let me get this chat room feedback. Can you hear me? Yeah. Let me see. Shout me out in the chat room. Can y'all hear me? Player so far? All right. Unmute her. Let me see something. All right. Get down. All right. So y'all niggas is hearing me. All right. We just. All right. Beginning this board together. All right. Sounding good. All right. So peace. This is the new show. We about to get it on. Like hot butter, they butter, they pop the popcorn. All right. Let me see. We're going to try to unmute a nigga, see if we can get somebody. You know, this is some real niggery shit we doing to test it out. All right. I hear all the loud and clears in the chat room. I want to make sure we can get some people on the phone. See See if we could unmute Nicole. See how this shit is working. I don't even see that working. The easiest setup, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. Let me see something. Let me try to unmute somebody. See if we can get somebody here. That's one in pounds, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Noble said this is exciting. Okay, there we go. All right, I see where everybody's muted down there. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's see. Texas. Yeah, unmute that. Let's just see if we can get somebody on Texas. Yeah, why? You know what I'm saying? It's not unmuting niggas. All right, it takes a while. Texas, can you hear me? Who's in Texas? Who's in Texas? Who's that? Who this? Ebony, I'm in Texas. I can hear you loud and clear. All right, we're just testing out the system. Ebony, you are absolute positive first caller. All right, so Kamani's going to work, and I'm going to go upstairs now so we can focus on actually making this make sense. 
right. So, Ebony, what's going on, Ebony? Just waiting and listening. All right. So, uh, tonight is just a meet and greet so you know what it's all about. And basically, we're going to do what we always been doing, bring you that old-timey esoteric information. Just make it all old-timey for you. So, in Texas, I'll be in Texas soon, actually, to do a lecture. So, looked live from Texas. So, look at that. And right now, any question, you got the first question Anything on your mind tonight's the night to 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 ask it. So, what do you got on your mind, Ebony? I don't have a question. Eh? Let me think about it. Now, if you had, if you had to ask me a question about anything, what would you ask me? Make something up. You on the spot. All right, let me make it up. I guess just talk about uh, Ali. Ah, oh, nice. I'm sure that's on everybody's mind. I just put it out there. Sounds good. Sounds sexy. I like the way you think. All right, well, you know what it is. You know, they done been trying to shut him down with that Parkinson's. So, you know, now he's been released, which is excellent. But nobody gets that feeling when you talk about Ali, like, that he just died. People knew he was going, like, 10 years ago. All right but not released from the body. So now they made that release, that energy is free. And this is how you know that the energy, um, because I think I explained this before, but I'll explain it now. Each person, each personality or energy, let's just say like Prince, Jimi Hendrix, any talent, creative talent that a, a person can possibly manifest down here. Those are like outfits or character roles in a play that you came down here to play. But it's all a representation of energy that's ours. So when the person comes and uses it, let's just say like Ali or Prince or Michael Jackson, He's actually using that energy, and that energy is manifested in him. We benefit from it because we look at these guys and get a certain amount of inspiration. But when these guys die with these who have these talents, um, that energy is actually released back into, let's just say, the cosmos. And we could benefit from it on a more spiritual and uh, in, in its true spiritual essence as opposed to how it manifested in the human body. So you're pretty much waiting for these guys to die because once they kind of, the idea is once they kind of show you a demonstration of the energy through their life, through their manifestation, now that you, you, you're, you're having an understanding, this is all goes under the umbrella of know thyself. So how do you know thyself? You got people who are born here on planet earth to kind of show you who and what we are some bad motherfuckers so when you see a james brown you're like this is a bad motherfucker all he's really doing in the biggest sense is trying to show you a display of who and what you are Jimi hendrix ali so when we look at all these long laundry lists of black folks under the most worst of circumstances still manifesting talents and against all odds, 
power and, and, and so on and so forth, something like what Ali did, you know, in his time, certain courage, certain manifestation, and, you know, when, 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 it, when it was easy to cower. And when you see it, what he's really trying to show you is who and what you are. So when he releases that power through death, it's another way of you can access it through his symbol. So technically, if you're going to be down here, if you're still down here, you're waiting for all these niggas to go. And understanding when you have such a powerful leader in such a field, no matter what boxer would ever lace his gloves up to box, you will, they will never be greater than Muhammad Ali. He is the greatest. Same thing in the world of comedy, Richard Pryor. He is the great, no matter what comedian or what they do or how much money they make, it still comes down to Richard Pryor. So just like we can identify these masters, so can uh, the powers that be. So it's in their interest to keep these motherfuckers on earth as long as they could. So when you got somebody like Ali, who was supposed to been gone, been make the transition. They're going to keep him shaken on earth and stuck or trapped in the body. They showed it in that movie with uh, Chris Rock, Silent J, and Bob. Dogma was the name of the movie. In the movie, these angels, Matt Damon and the other one that's always with him, were wreaking havoc, and God was nowhere to be found. And what they found was God came down in this man's body playing skeetball, got hit over the head, and was in a coma, trapped in the body. So when they unplugged the plug, it basically released God. He, uh, and it, they did it with a girl. She came down and, and got business together. So it's the same concept that, uh, you know, you know, these energies get trapped in the body and can't really do what it can do on a grand scale. So you got so we need to understand on a grand scale the releasing of one of them that uh through through the ritual of putting up the picture with him, these he has thousands of images, thousands of saying that's ways of incorporating that energy. And he's the greatest fighter of all time. So you who are still on earth who still need to go to work and still need to manage your house, manage your children, and deal with a whole heap of motherfuckers, when you deal with the Ali energy as a fighter in your corner, you're dealing from a, a whole different angle or the angle you're supposed to be dealing with as an occultist, as a metaphysician, to use these energies now as something as a weapon. So he is now weaponized, or his energy is now weaponized, which is your very energy itself, now now released, now weaponized. Again, this is with Prince, Michael Jackson, and all the rest of them. That's the concept here. So I think that pretty much talks about, I mean, you know, I've talked about many ways to contact these guys, not just take the class. All right, so let's, let's, let's deal with something else. There's something else. The guy Michael Moore, yeah, he said Ben Affleck. All right, yeah, this this shit is piling up. This guy Michael, what's his name? Michael Moore. He made all those, you know, I hate America, but I love America movies, and um, you know, starting with that shit in Flint, Michigan, and all the rest of the other movies, and you know, he's just this. 
he does like satire interviews. You know, you know, this 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 white guy, you know, dude, where's my country and all the rest of that shit. Now he pretty much lost his fire because you know he's just. You know, he just had his time, but of course he's still at it. But what was interesting, he did another film called Where to Invade Next. It's available on DVD. Michael Moore, Where to Invade Next. Now, I thought I just got it because, you know, I've been watching this shit, you know, his shit for years, mildly entertained. But what was interesting in this one, which I thought was going to be real corny, like I said, he had his time. When I watched it, he went and just just asked simple questions at different places in the world, Germany, Finland, about health care, about schools, jails, the dignity, just, just various questions that we take for granted. So when I had this philosophy, the planet is fucked up, you kind of lose that a little bit and really focus on how fucked up this country is. When you see all these places like Germany, see, for instance, he did one thing in Germany where on in Germany that did all this shit to the Jews. He said every house that the Jews lived in, they have a plaque in front uh, on, on on the sidewalk in the front where of, of each house. So if you move into that house, you would have to recognize the Jew that they they took it from in remembrance on in, on street signs, they have where whatever the rule was for the Jew, whatever fucked up racist rule or anti-Semitic rule, as they call it, for the Jew, they still have these signs up and let you know if you was a Jew, you couldn't do X, Y, Z on this street back in this day. Then he said, what if this shit was in America? Then he started putting up the signs of... In this area, in that area, was the native, you know, just signs that were the rules of the law at the time, just to remind you. So, he, you know, he was pointing out, these, even these German Nazi motherfuckers that we looked at as this dirt of the world, they are constantly bringing up what they did to their kids in terms, so they're, so they're not hiding it, uh, sweeping it under the rug, or, 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 or uh, just acting like the shit never happened. They, their whole entire Reality is about what they've done, which, which begs the question, how come nobody faces this reality of America? You know what I'm saying? A lot of things like that that made me actually go, God damn, this is the fuck. The, but, so you get to see the real mind control that just this place is under. You know what I'm saying? And then he was asking Finland, Sweden, Dutch, France. You should just see the lunch game the kids got in school in France. They asked all the kids, you ever drink this? Pulled out a Coca-Cola. They was like, I don't even know what that is. And you'll just see the, 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 <laughs> the, the unconditional mind control you wanted. It brings it right to the face. I thought it was very entertaining. I don't think you're, gonna, you're just going to see your reality. I don't think you're going to call him any more champion. And, you know, he's still, he still got his mind control where he thinks America is going to one day be great, but it's showing you that this is absolutely a slave camp. To them niggas get at least at the minimum eight weeks of vacation over there. He's, and and you know, and then when he was telling them what we get, he said, You you gotta you found he said, you're not by law allowed to get any vacation, but you usually get two weeks. 
You you just got to see these motherfuckers' reaction. He said when they have a baby, they get five months off. Just straight out. Oh, it's crazy. He shows you. I, I always liked him because he would embarrass. He would put America on the spot for just being America. And in this one, he does it. So it's called Where to Invade Next, Prepared to be Liberated by Michael Moore. I think it was a good view for a DVD. All right, let's see. What else? See if we can find somebody, my man from New York, the 347. If not, he got his T-shirts. Shit is weird. And is Nicole? Right here. Yeah, is he unmuted? Muted. New York, can you hear me? That's you, North Georgia? It didn't come through yet. Oh, okay. Hello? Yes, this New York? Hey, what's up, Jenny? It's Athena. Yep, New York. Oh, what up, Athena? This is Athena, though. This is <laughs> this is another New Yorker we're looking for. Is there any 347s in there? What's up, Athena? What's good? I'm good, chilling, chilling. Glad oh, you're on, on today. Glad I caught it. Yeah, we just—it's casual. This is almost—this is like the first test run. We didn't know some, that's why I didn't promote it hard. We want to see how this thing works here. All right, and I'm gonna um get my book. I didn't get my book yet, so I'm gonna hit you up for that. Oh yeah, anytime you're ready. So what's been going on with you? And you know you're gonna have to figure out a question now that we got you on the line. But what's been going on? I haven't talked to you for Motherhood, just living. You know, the same old, same old. Studying, staying up to breakfast, stuff. What, okay. what question do I have? Dang. Anything. So going gonna, well, bring up a topic, and, you know, I'm going to kick it. I ain't really got nothing on no. the line. We, we, this is not a subject. This is like, it's a fake meet and greet because I know damn near everybody in this motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> right. We're going to get this pandemonium family. Um, let me see. Let me see. What, what, what? Oh, wow. Ah. Woo. You hear me now? I'm thinking. What the heck? I ain't got a question right now, though, but how you doing? That's my question. I'm chilling. <laughs> I my tooth pulled today, and I'm still me. Oh. It didn't happen. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's the word. Chilling, how the hell you, know? you told me you just had your tooth pulled? That shit. You got to put that prince on it. <laughs> I hear that, right? Oh, man. Man. Oh, let me see. I'm still thinking on. But that was my first question. How you doing? Oh, um, uh, yeah. We ain't talking a while. I'm just chilling. I know. It's been a minute, man. So much, so much. But um, if I have a question, I'll definitely chime. You know, do they have the, what you got to hit if you do want to, like, raise your hand, I guess. You yeah, well, we're figuring all this out now. We're just clicking on random. Yours just says New York, so we wouldn't even know how to. We're trying to see if we can find niggas. I told my boy to call, but I'll talk about him now. Maybe we'll okay. catch up. Okay. So, all right, Athena. Yep. I'm going to beat myself. I'm going to talk about my boy's thing now. Okay. All right. I'm going to be on the line, though. I'm going to run to the store. I'm going to take you all with me. All right. Later. No doubt, <laughs> Athena. All right. All right. So, my boy... Um, this is my nigga. Like, I promise you this. I knew him since we was two years old, for real, for real. Like, uh, he's the nigga that came up with Panic, if you really want to know. I've talked this story before. His mother and my mother were friends in, uh, like, junior high school or even elementary. 
So they got pregnant at the same time, so that made them closer. And, of course, I was born in April. He was born in June. The first memory, we were two years old, and we've been friends forever. So he's still in New York. You know, he came up with an idea to do some occult T-shirts. So you know me. I'm like, all right, nigga, this what it is. But he came up with the badass shit. So I said, well, let me see if this nigga can really pull it off. And he came up with some polo shirts. I tell y'all, anybody who understands what this shit is, first of all, to be clear, he's got a lot of occult symbols. So whatever you're trying to tap into via T-shirt, I think he's doing um, sweater, sweatshirts too and all the rest of that. But I know he's open for ideas. So whatever's popping, whatever we need, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, this is everybody. I'm talking to everybody in our group. That every shit be trying to represent, he's trying to be that dude to represent it. His website is linked on my site, my site, occultlectures.com. You can go there and you'll see uh, in the About Panic era, it'll say occult T-shirts. His website is called Occult Terric, the word occult and E-R-I-C dot com. O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C dot com. Occultteric dot com. And this one, you can see the various t-shirts he's got up. Like I said, it's evolving. So if there's something y'all want to see or want to get, you know what I'm saying, reach out and contact to him or me. And, you know, mostly try to hit him up. And let him know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure he I'm sure he could do what he what he need to do. But what he did for me, which was very important, very rare, and never seen, he did some polo shirts. And if you niggas don't know what the polos are, you niggas gonna know tonight. Eleven deities. Bobby's been talking about these deities for quite some time. And pretty much put me on the way to deal with them for real. There's a book that's out of print. I sell this book. You can't get it. The True Palo. See, there's four different. And I talked about Palo in my book. So if you don't understand the Palos, you can get my book or read it if you already got my book about what the Palos are. And then what I talk about, there's different four set. There's four different avenues or, or four different types of Palos that you could deal with. Basically, the Christianity one, one that's a little bit clean. Then you could deal with the more Masonic one. You could deal with something called Palo Monte. And Palo Monte is what you'll probably hear most of these ex Orisha niggas talking about. Or most of these niggas who, who are, 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 are fancy in magic still co-sign with it. Because before uh, Baba Raul Carnazares did his book on Palo. Nobody was fucking with Palo because there's a difference between Palo Monte, which is what he was talking about, the more cleaner version that connects the Orishas to him. So once he connected the Orishas to the Palos, it became safe for people. But the true Palo is something called Palo Meombe, which is so-called the dark side of Palo, the real shit. And you can't really get a lot of information on that. And any information, they used to write them books in Spanish. The first dude to write it in English and kind of lay it down was a guy named Carlos, Mont uh, Carlos Montenegro. And you'll find he's hated from sun up to sun down in any context because he did that. They tried to shut it down because it was powerful. And his book that he wrote, Palo Miombe, 
which shows you how to make the naganga, shows you the, the different polo sticks, different spells. Um, and to make that naganga is too complicated, and that's in the book. But we who are scientists and those who took my class understand what I'm talking about when I say that, as opposed to traditionalists, you don't have to do all of that bullshit. You can deal directly with the deities. So since those deities from the Congo moved closer towards Brazil and, and Canomble and all the rest of that other Lucame and all those things, that they have more Spanish names to them. But they are original Congo deities, not Nigerian Congo deities, 11 of them in that book. And he names those 11 and he names those symbols of those polos. Now, when I put started fucking with those eleven polos, see, there's <clears throat> there's the Kabbalah with the ten Sephiroth, but when you add the Daf, it becomes the eleven, and that that Daf is the pathway to the Kalipov. Those eleven polo deities are Kalipov energies. So when I tell you that shit was a big foundation in the shit I was doing. Definitely one of the things Bobby was doing, but definitely a big deal in what I was doing. Trans shit works quick, fast, in a hurry. So those 11 deities, when people buy the PDF of that out-of-print book by Carlos Montenegro, what they find is that these when they fuck with those 11 deities, that's all they really have to do. You get what I'm saying? Now, I bought all Apollo sticks and, and trust and believe them shits work. But really what you need is those 11 Ds to fuck with. Some of those, some of y'all know what it is. I know my man Jeff Moore, Sir Noble, who's in here. I've I seen he had pictures of the 11 deities up, if I, if I believe. So I know he knows how that works quick, fast, in a hurry. So my nigga who did this esoteric, occult, t-shirts.com did for me, based upon my request, all 11 Apollo deities on a t-shirt. When I tell y'all, my niggas, this is something you want to get into immediately, you need to get into it immediately. Now, I believe, and I'm 90% sure I put it on my site. If you can't afford the book yet, you can go to my site and get an understanding of these 11 Apollo deities. On, at the top of the page, you'll see where it says more, M-O-R-E. Click on the more, and somewhere in there, you can find a link to information on the Apollos, Apollo candles. And I believe the Apollo deities are there. If not, I'll put it up. Just let me know if you is not if you can't afford the book because in the book I break down the Apollo deities thoroughly in a little bit more uh, detail than Carlos Montenegro did based upon me working uh, with them and knowing how to uh, speak it or teach it to the people. That's what I did in the book. I believe I put something up on the uh, website where you can get them. So once you understand the DD of what the energy is and what works for you, you can get a T-shirt of that particular deity, one of those 11. So very important, very great that when I seen that he did it, I was blown away. I was more blown away that I couldn't even speak on it until now. Because I'm like, oh, that nigga really did it. Powerful shit. So I'm going to get him to send me some of those. And y'all need to see him. He has a very good price. Occult Terry Tees, and like I said, we'll try to get them on tonight, you know what I'm saying, 
and and go from there. But occult tarot teas, if you're having problems, you can link or you can't remember that, it's too complicated, you can go to my site and and link to his site. Under the About Panic area, you'll see where it says Occult Tees. That's going to take you to the site. And not only does he have the Apollo T-shirts, he's got mad other things. And like I said, he's, he's a good nigga. He'll work with you. You're trying to see something or you got a suggestion for something. Once he gets suggestions, he's going to run it by me, and I'm going to let him know, yeah, that's a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So he's working very closely with me on this, and I think this is something, you know what I'm saying, you know, a, 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 another thing that's going to enhance your little shit, walk around with them little energies on you. And what's, beauty, what's beautiful about it, people won't even know what it is. It'll just look like a nice design. So you can walk anywhere with that, Walmart, and nobody's going to go, ooh, look what they got on. Because these are the straight veves, the symbols, you know what I'm saying, the sigils of them. So you walking around with that energy basically in ritual mode, and people are just going to say, oh, that's a nice design. So that's what you want to get in your life. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So let's take another somebody calling in. You still trying to call me? Didn't get in. Now the host is Eliah. My man, Kamani Eliah. So we... uh. <laughs> a liar. Yes, that's Kamani. So we trying to get him on the line. And right, okay, somebody found it. Occult Terry Tees. They put it up in the room. P. Nicole. We trying to get P. Nicole's phone open too. How do we? Why is this not doing it? You know what I'm saying? It's just hard to see who's who. Now I seen P. Nicole's name. Like I said, y'all here for the first one. So. uh so you still can't hear me, right? All right, why I can't hear P. Nicole. Now, okay, this oh I see this is the chat room. Right, chat. Okay, P. Nicole, call in. Oh, okay, that's that. Okay, you and this sexy sexy ATL. Y'all got to call in, sexy ATL. Yeah, okay, because that's muting them in the chat room. Now we're getting it. Our ignorance is now finally. Uh, subsiding. Okay, so in this guest, right, so my boy, he's got to, for me to see his number, he's going to have to sign in. Okay, and these are the numbers. Now we're starting to see it. All right. And this is you, North Georgia? No, there's a lot of North Georgia. So you're trying to find yours? Right. Okay, so we, we trying to get, so you know what you got to do? You got you to gotta get your computer and create an account real quick. All right. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to do a nigga in, let's do another nigga in Maryland. All right, Maryland, can you hear me? Or does it take a while to come on, like you said? East Maryland in the building. All right, so I guess that's what they, when I'm, um, yeah, he dialed in. Oh, I see what he's doing. All right, so, yeah, when you go to talks, you just do it, and we'll be able to unmute you. All right. So, uh, P. Nicole and uh, Saxy, y'all call in as well. So, I'm on the call. Oh, okay. So, there's no way to find these niggas. 
This shit is fucking, this is on the lack, son. You can't even find these niggas. Like, okay, let me see. Here's Sundina. Let me unmute her. Sundina. Hello, Brother Planet. Hey, what's going on, Sundina? Hello, you got it going on. We've been waiting on your show. All right, it's going to get better than this. Yeah, it's, it, it, <laughs> I promise you that. We just talking around. We feeling it out. I got to be able to find. We have we have three co-hosts. My oh. boy Elijah, and he's trying to get on. We trying to figure out how we can. You know, I need to be able to find him. And uh, Daniel, uh, Danielle, Saxy in ATL. She's in the chat room. And P. Nicole, who's in the chat room. So they have to call in, and I don't see, and there's no way we have to look, I guess, through Texas. It'll just give give us their names. But for some good reason, your name is up. Yeah, because I created an account. When you first okay. dial that number, when you first dial the 724 it's going to ask you for your PIN number. Right. Your PIN number, which I use my phone number as my PIN number. Right, so and th- exactly. I, that's name. that's the thing they're doing wrong, I guess. If they're pressing that uh, one in the pound on the phone, it's just going to put your zip code. You have to dial the number they gave you, which is usually your phone number. So you uh, got to create your PIN, Panic. You got to yeah, create they, your PIN. Uh, did they create their PIN? Because uh, Saxy, who's another co-host, she's out here. Uh, what pin did you enter, Saxy? And P. Nicole said, we on the call now. Uh, just because, yeah, because I have to do this. See, my name comes up as Brother Panic here because I dialed my phone number, not the pin in the one. And I, because I, I could see y'all in the chat room. So when they push one, they're going to come up as a guest. Uh-huh. Oh, it says I'm unmuted now. Okay, there we go. I see them now, and I just unmuted them, P. Nicole and Saxy. The Yay. ladies are here. All right. Okay, so I think we got them now. And then Elijah, who handles the board, y'all know him as Kamani. He's been in the show with me. Uh, he's he's trying to set something up now where we can hear him. But the ladies are here. So, Sundina, any questions, anything you want me to talk about since you were here before we uh, – Talk to the and ladies. My question is, I came in a little late, and I heard you were speaking on um, uh, uh, Muhammad Ali and, and bringing his energy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't catch the full uh, gesture of what you were talking about because I came in right on the very end when you were saying you were talking about your energy and Muhammad Ali. So I don't know what the previous conversation was on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll talk a little bit. Just one more I'll- time. I talk a little bit of things just like that. All right. All right. So let me first show Eliah up here. Here they go. They're in. So begin now. P. Nicole and Saxy, can y'all hear me? I'm in. This is Saxy. All right. P. Nicole, can you hear me? I'm here. All right. So we're about to introduce y'all in a second. And first, let me answer Sundina's question. Well, I was talking about, and I, I guess this this recording will be up so you can really hear the full thing, but I'll give you a one-two, is when these particular talents come to the planet and they die, their energy is released. So I talked about 
at concept and how we can uh, use these energies. Every manifestation on planet Earth is a manifestation of who and what we all are and have access to. So Prince is nothing but us. Prince wasn't a separate thing outside of us. Muhammad Ali wasn't a separate thing outside of us. He was a manifestation of us, and that particular energy was uh, 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 symbolized or or, or finalized or, or pinpointed in his body. So when he releases it, it's basically up for, up for the taking for those who know how to channel these energies. How do you channel energies? Well, you channel energies by the altars, um, by the meditations, by the remembrance of the symbol. So any just watching Ali or listening to Prince music or making every, doing everything Prince, is actually going to uh, be able to help you. And uh, by doing that, uh, by doing that, uh, you will be able to pull down the more symbolic energy of the prince was a creative deity, and some of the statements he was saying was a manifestation of them. So by listening to that, you can reflect that, even if it's just a matter of comfort or more creative ways, um, you know, based upon the feeling he gave you, to feel that feeling in that moment or whatever it is. And, of course, Ali's a fighter, so he's primo. So because you're fighting for everything on this planet based just upon your survival. So things like that. Or whatever way you see it in your mind. There's no one definition because these release energies, like any energy, you can use based upon how you feel or your consciousness about something. So, I mean, like I said, uh, we'll probably be talking more about that and that concept, but, you know, in, you know, in detail, when I put my water at <laughs> Oh, that must be it right there. I thought that was yours. Thanks, sweetie. All right. So um, what I do want to do is introduce some of my co-hosts. You on? Can I hear you? Let me hear you. Not yet. You can't. I can't. We hear him right here. I don't hear you on the phone yet. It's unmuted. It should be on. Okay. You should hear me now. Not yet. Ladies, can y'all hear me? Yeah. All right. Ladies, can you hear me? Nah, I don't hear you on the phone. We got to get this together, brother. You the main host, nigga. We got to get this together. Yeah, he's coming. So the first, I want to introduce my girl from Texas, P. Nicole. So P. Nicole, tell the people about yourself. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm P. Nicole. I'm a certified health, wellness, life coach. I have a essential oil mix that I sell for all your needs. And I'm also the plug for whatever else you need. That's pretty much it, though. All right. That sounds good. Somebody asked in the chat room, wow, they sound sexy. Well, I'm here to tell you, both of them are sexy. So y'all niggas should be all excited. It's it's not a mystery. And most of y'all probably know uh, P. Nicole. She's in the group like most of y'all are. She took all everybody here took the class, so I consider them uh efficient scientists. The graduating from my class, 
You're on your way to self-sufficiency. So she's self-sufficient. You know what I'm saying? She's good. Sorry, fellas. She got a nigga. Sorry, Dan- Danielle. The next one you're going to meet got a nigga. So all y'all could do is just hope from afar. Both of them are fox ass. So, you know, I, I, I could offer nothing less but a whole bunch of foxy women for the talk show. <laughs> the next girl is out here in Atlanta with me. Danielle, she took the class, came through. She she was here when she took the class. You know, P. Nicole, uh, first talking about P. Nicole from Texas, she keep the illest hairstyles, the illest natural hairstyles on the planet. When y'all see her Facebook page, y'all going to be like, oh, shit. She had her shit fried, dyed, and laid to the side all during class. I was like, shit, that was the subject of that class, P. Nicole's hair. Now, Daniel's D. Saxy, Saxy, her last name is Saxon, so I, we call her Saxy. That nigga's the one with them pot cookies, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's asking, well, oh, how can I hook up with the pot cookies? I don't know if she's going to be an international pot dealer for you niggas. Y'all got to figure that out on your own. But I promise you this, I did not, she didn't, she gave me some pot cookies from from uh, Denver and did not give me any goddamn instructions. So so I didn't know you were supposed you were supposed to not eat the whole fucking cookie. The whole fucking cookie can hospitalize your ass. Let me tell you, I gave it to my son, my baby. <laughs> My my baby and was like, nigga, eat the whole cookie. That nigga said he went to the skating ring and ate the whole cookie. He said, yo, he felt like he could do any trick. <laughs> he said he was fucking skating, gone. His friend said, you know when you so high, one of your eyes be closed? <laughs> he had the one eye closed. He had the one eye closed talking to niggas. Now, I'm like, damn, I almost killed this nigga. And before he told me that, the other pie cookie she gave me, I promise you I only ate a bite. Niggas, I was gone. I was fucking pack I was I was <laughs> I was packing those panic packs and I'm and writing like signing books and going the fuck is this feeling here? <laughs> I'm just signing books. I, I need to go lay down. Then I'm laying down. I was like, oh, my God. When is Khadijah coming home? Then she called me. I got real scared, huh? What do you want? Okay. I said, we're going to get something to eat when you come home. So I, I was, I couldn't put on my clothes. I, I was just, this is how fucked up I was. I came and sat in the dining room. I was like, I hope my sons don't see me. That's a, then I'm looking out the window, going, oh, my God, here's Khadijah. Then I got in the car, and I said, yo, I don't even want to eat no more. <laughs> and we went to the, she was like, well, why don't you get something for later? I said, I don't care, as long as I don't have to get out. As long as I don't have to get out the car. Then we went to get pizza. I'm like, I just don't want to grab the pizza. I just went upstairs and locked the room door. I said, wait till I talk to D. Saxon. What the fuck? I texted, yo, what the fuck is good with this 
fucking drugs. What is that, meth you sent me? Say no, 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 don't eat the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, I could have used that warning last night. Then I went to see myself. I said, how the fuck did you survive? If I, and I only ate a piece of that shit. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, if... I, she, she, she took me to the ER. All Khadija kept doing was just laughing. No help. No support system. Look at this nigga. <laughs> He's laughing right now. That shit is good, though. But y'all niggas, see, I'm not a pro. I just started, I ain't smoked weed since I was 19. I just said, fuck it. What the fuck I got to, why am I not smoking weed? That's what my thing was. I said, wait a minute. Fuck am I not smoking weed for? What the fuck is the moral Moral fortitude for that. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> then worked in the mother. <laughs> Hold on, let me ask. Uh, <laughs> let's have Elias something before I introduce Dan. Yeah. Hold on, when when you dialed in, did you dial your phone number? Not not one pound. But you dialed no, your no, phone. Mine. Yeah. All right, all right. So yeah, we trying to get my man to lie. So now that y'all heard D. Saxy done had me on drugs. Straight drugs. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. <laughs> I'm D. Sassy. Uh, I'm in the ATL. Been listening to Brother Panic for a long time, and he's been on point the whole time. Had to share the cookies with him. Share the love with him. <laughs> mm mm mm. Failed to follow the directions on the package. <laughs> I just went with it. <laughs> but it gets you right. It gets you right. It but, does. And that's not to know. I said, these taxis eyes always be red and low. And I'm like, she got me on this. She got me. Got me right. on that one. And then, and then she's right. After I looked at the instructions, said, don't eat this motherfucker. And then, this, then she sent me another one. Later on, she sent me a second pack called Rookie Cookie. I'm like, oh, you just played me now. <laughs> she sent me the bitch one, a rookie cookie. I couldn't hand with the real cookie. She, hand me, she sent a rookie cookie. I said, oh, she played me. People went, after I told that story before, people been like, because me and Elijah, we ate one of them motherfuckers while we was doing it, and they was like, yo, everybody still, yo, could you hook me up with d Saxy? Put me over D. Saxy. I'm like, so I don't know if you want to be an international weed smuggler, but, but you have a career if you, if you so choose. So these ladies are going to be monitoring the chat rooms, and, uh, you know, they'll always be unmuted. They'll, I think we figured it out because I think my man, we about to introduce a liar, the big dog, in a second. But I think we figured it out. But uh, we 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 uh, they'll be monitoring the chat rooms. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be able to give out uh, your ladies. Y'all can give out your contact information. If people want to contact y'all for any of your services, that y'all will reveal what it is y'all do. Or if they got questions coming up for the week about the show or anything, y'all should have an email. If y'all don't if y'all don't have an email for that, if y'all don't want to do that in your main email, we'll hold off and we'll start giving out contact information next week. If y'all good, y'all can give it out now, but if you're not, give it out next week. So, P. Nicole, you have contact information that you want to set some up for later? I'm typing it now. 
Okay, you you could call it out too on the phone. Email is pnicole at gmail. Pnicole okay. on Twitter and pnicole on IG. Okay, sounds good. Saxy, you have information now. Or you want to give it out later? Uh, I can give it out now. Okay. My email is ngnu71 at gmail.com. And I'll put All that right. in the chat room as well. And let me say to you guys, these girls look as sexy as they sound, so you guys could pull your pants off while you're listening. <laughs> now, um, if you guys in the chat room have questions, type which the girls are in the chat room, type it to the girls, address it to them. Nicole, could you ask this, ask that, ask panic this, that, and that's how we're going to run it. Now I'm going to introduce to you the co-host, and you guys, I'm going to make a horn section. Eliah. Peace, beloved. Yo, what's good, y'all? Um, I think uh, most of y'all probably saw me doing, doing the, uh, the, the YouTube broadcast with, with, with Panic. And uh, we originally uh, linked up last year. I took his class, and uh, the class took me to a whole nother level. Wow. And, um, you know, then we just started kicking it, you know what I'm saying? So that's uh, how I'm here. So, uh, you know, um, glad to be here, of course. And, and I, I saw actually a question that came through from Will 64 and um you was asking if uh, panic you could get into the relationship of sex and death from your perspective. Oh, okay. Well, that's I guess that's a that's a good question. Sex and death. Well, they'll relate sex and death um, in the occult, and I guess that's what he means by my perspective, as you're dying each time you orgasm. So oh. death is actually a release like an orgasm. So we've learned to be uh, scared of death, but they'll call it, and in the occult, they'll relate the orgasm to death. One of the most famous persons for doing that was Aleister Crowley. He'll say he'll uh, die and sacrifice. When he's talking about you sacrifice your kids, you're talking about sperm. Right. Sperm is uh, one drop of sperm equals ten drops of blood. So when the woman loses the blood or the man releases sperm, that is the actual true sacrifice, the alchem- and then the coming together is the alchemical uh, wedding. So it's, it's actually birthed through the death of the orgasm or the death of the baby, the death of the baby, which is uh, her, her ovary eggs or your sperm. So, that's, so that's, that sacrifice is looked upon as death. And um, hold on one second. Let me, because we, we're at, like I said, we're figuring out this show. Kamani, uh, we have to mute while, you know, unless we, yeah, because I hear the background noise. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's the death through the, through, through the sex. So you'll hear uh, Crowley would say, like, I kill you 10,000 times. And, and people are like, oh, my God, especially back in those days. When um you know it wasn't uh, uh uh you know it was so so clean and proper and moral back then 
then you would hear him talking about I die a thousand times, and people thought he was talking about killing and murder, but he was talking about your sperm. It's symbolic that life through death, you know, and then, you know, all the sperm traveled through uh, uh, the womb, and all of them die or sacrifice themselves for that one. So I, I know in the occult they connected to there, and I guess that's what you're talking about, unless you could put it in another context. But they'll talk about the the orgasm represents the death. And that's why some men, when they orgasm, they're knocked out, they're dead, or the penis actually uh, 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 flops after you have the orgasm. You know, pretty much the party is over because the resurrection is also the penis. So after the orgasm, that's, that's a wrap. That's for you regular niggas, though. But uh, <laughs> you, when you get into the tantric, that's the idea of you sustaining it and, and, and going, getting past the death of the orgasm, if you will. But, you know, you know I think that's, that, that's about it unless you, you know, it's more symbolic death unless you're talking about something else. If The only other thing I could think or that relates to it is when you're talking about uh, the, uh, uh, the actual... Um, uh, uh, the uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess we covered the uh, the orgasm, the death. I mean, that's that's about it. Mm. All right, any more questions? Mm. Okay, and I can see it's a little bit delayed in there. Ah, uh, yeah, we figuring this shit out, niggas. Finally, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, that's it. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, yeah, just let's get another question. Just put you know, just put anybody on. Let's get some random calls, see what we got popping. Today's Prince's birthday. I would since I had the two fake, I was gonna hold off, but I said, Fuck it. Let's just make it special. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought it was seven seven sixteen. But no, Khadija would stop me from that embarrassment. <laughs> She's like, No, this month is six, nigga. So it's six seven sixteen, but next month is a powerful day, seven seven seven. Crowley did a book called 777. It's a very occult number. So uh, July 7th, and we're in the seventh year, 1 plus 6, 16, 7. So prepare to do something. Do whatever you do. If you don't know what to do, shit, you you late in the game. But, uh, but just look at it as a gateway that's opening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just Google numerology and the number 7 and see some of the things that apply. And then you could amplify it on that day. So how do you amplify it? You amplify it like anything else you do with your mind and the use of symbols. So whatever symbol you can represent as 777, go ahead and do it. If it's a color, if it's, uh, if it's a uh, smell or whatever you do, just make it happen and just put your mind to, to like any gateway of opening up any energy. So what energy are you trying to open? Just use numerology 7 or do the best you can. What works is what you can convince yourself of in your mind, not what I can convince you of, what you can convince yourself of. So just do whatever research on the number 7 and see what's up. Uh, let me see what Kamani got popping here. Somebody else? Just, just unmute some random, some random. All right, mute. 
Mystic NJ. Mystic NJ, you got any questions tonight? Hi. Hi. Hi, Panic. Hello. Good. I was the one that wrote you the email in reference to the sweetgrass cookies, and you told me she was going to be on the show tonight. Oh, <laughs> well, what do you know? What do you Your know? drug well, dealer is on the show. Is D Saxy a mute D Saxy? Let's see what D Saxy yeah. has to say about her drugs. <laughs> May I please have your email address again? Because actually, it's for my girlfriend who lives in Atlanta, and I told her I was going to get the information. May I have it again, please? Yes, yes. It's S U N D O N U 71 at gmail.com. I'm sorry, S U N, yeah. S U N D A N U 71 at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. And and Panic, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. All right. Who are the lion deities? Um, because sometimes I have like these deities or these entities come to me in an altered state of consciousness that look like thundercats. Okay. And they actually give me warnings, like when Hurricane Katrina was on its way up to, because I live in um, Jersey City, New Jersey, a.k.a. Jersey mm-hmm. City. And when it was on its way up here, I saw one, and they came to me and told me, oh, this is going to happen. So whenever something traumatic is getting ready to happen, they come and warn me. Who are right. they, and what do I have to do with their, their group? Okay, that's cool. Where do you live at in Jersey City? I used to live in Jersey City. I, I, I actually I'm originally from Newark, so I'm not too familiar. But I oh. live not too far from that McDonald's off of Community Park Avenue by Lincoln Park. Okay, I kind of got the idea. I, I was from I live near Journal Square. I live further down, but uh, yeah. further down Kennedy Avenue, but closer to Journal Square before I moved back to New York. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Lion or cat energy deities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of information on it, but the ones that protect you. Mm-hmm. are actually two. First, you start with Sekhmet, but Sekhmet right. has a, uh, uh, her consort is Ptah. They actually uh-huh. have a son that's less talked about called okay. Nefertim. Mm-hmm, but he mm-hmm. is, he's, he's big in the pantheon, Nefertim. Okay. And Nefertim okay. stands there with the two knife. He's mm-hmm. a protection deity, okay. not an even lesser deity okay. that you don't find Hardly information, any information on is okay. Neb Nebnuyu, another okay. cat or lion deity. Okay. Nefertim and Nebnuyu are actual protection deities. So okay. for warnings, and when you have like thundercats, even mm-hmm. see see understand this too, and we need to understand this in general. When they make a cartoon that's just Transformers, Thundercats, Harry Potter, or even mm-hmm. Daffy Duck. When once it's created and brought down here, people's thoughts and emotions are attacked. Everybody can laugh or have a feeling about Daffy Duck or Thundercats mm-hmm. or Ninja Turtles. That's why mm-hmm. when you've seen that first motion picture of Ninja Turtles, the turnout mm-hmm. is fucking immense. Because right. you, so wh- what is what are they hoping for or playing on? Once you create it or put it in the thought or the psyche, mm-hmm. you actually especially as a child when this is growing up, you actually are deifying or they're trying to deify these things. Or let me say it in a better way, whatever we call a deity that we take serious, Mm -hmm. just the same process that was created is the same way a Ninja Turtle was created. Mm -hmm. So 
the Thundercats themselves can actually be coming to you if that is something you grew up on. The mere fact that you said it means you know it. If that's right. something you grew up on, that energy for whatever they created it for, and as a child you grew up and you've seen it, Lionel and the rest of them as protectors yeah. or, or, or <laughs> heroes in some sort of way, your thoughts, this is called thought forms or formation of thoughts, your thoughts can actually make those exist because that's all a deity is. He exists in the ether or the astral world based upon thoughts. That's what the astral world is, the home of your thoughts. Okay. So Harry Potter, all of that shit is real. They're able to create these things and deify these things immortalize these things through movies because all movies are, are symbols and all deities are, are symbols actualized with a mythology. So the Ninja Turtle is a symbol with shit, with colors and uh, personalities and a mythology. The secret of the goddamn ooze, an enemy, shredder, shredder, a teacher, a, 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 a splinter, you know, this whole... This whole uh, uh, thing actually is the same way they made Jesus, same way Sekhmet, Oshun, the rest of them was made. It's no more complicated than that. So it very well may be the fucking Thundercats if that was a thing for you. But if you, but see, we're so used to saying, well, tell me the spiritual energy or the spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. The Thundercats are just as spiritual and probably more spiritual than Sekhmet, Durga, Uma. And uh, uh, Nefertim, Nebnu, and and uh, there's a, a Serket, I think, is the lion one. I'm, I'm don't don't quote me on it. Anyway, those things are even less real because even though you heard about them and studied them, you were able to actualize the Thundercats in the form of repetition and a mm-hmm. detailed story, and you actually have an emotional attachment to these particular symbols, and they're actually deified. My nephew, who's about 24 or 5 now, 26, grew up off of Harry Potter and Goosebumps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While that movie is corny to me, to him, it make it could be a masterpiece based upon, I remember buying him the books and right. him reading it. So those things are actually deities. You know, I, that's one of the things I teach in my class. I said half the shit you put on your altar is the shit you grew up with. I have a 24-year-old guy named Cornelius in my class now. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like, shit, nigga, Power Rangers, Thundercats, uh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and this nigga <laughs> starts smiling. I said mm-hmm. the way you took those dolls and watched those shows – wore the outfits uh, 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 during, uh, you know, had the sheets on your bed. All of that stuff is lining you up with the symbols. And if you are moving forward in a spiritual way, doing spiritual work, these things can actually come to you because you're not going to tell me these people who believe in uh, uh, Christianity still believe Jesus come to them. Jesus told me in the dream. They are actually seeing it because this is the way our mind works. The idea is you want to be able to insert your particular symbols or symbols that work for you. What we have now are symbols that are created for us, like the Thundercats and this and that and this and that. Uh, You still can use them to your benefit. And those things usually have white faces or white voices, or you know it's not us. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. we are able to hold on to these symbols because we understand deep within the DNA we are superheroes. We have superpowers that are yet unrevealed. Okay. Spider-Man was probably one of the uh, most held on from my age because when you watch Spider-Man's attitude, it is the perfect nigga psyche. Peter <laughs> Parker, he's he's weak uh, as mm-hmm. Peter Parker. He's mm-hmm. weak. He's pushed around. He's he never quite gets the girl. His job sucks. He's put mm-hmm. you know he's he's never doing it. He's never he can't get it right. Put on the Spider-Man suit, which is something deep. We understand in our DNA. You're doing all mm-hmm. sorts of amazing shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kicking mm-hmm. ass, flying around the city. So Spider-Man was always one I was dressed up as. Superman was always another one we had a connection to because, as Clark Kent, couldn't get it right, couldn't do yeah. shit, blah 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 blah, you know, and so on and so forth. For some weird reason, Batman too. Even though Batman could get it right as Bruce Wayne, you get what I'm saying? And, you know, we just have this connection, but I think more of the psychological connection with all superheroes is their their identity or their secret identity versus their superpower. So to be able to go into both worlds was always the appeal. So, so in all of these things are designed and designed based upon the idea of what original mythology was about in the first place. The original mythologies were about trying to show you or explain to you something that existed with inside the DNA. So in other words, Sekhmet and all of them are really not any better than some of the shit you see now, if you really want to get down to it. I would say, you know, you study the ancient mythology and the ancient deities so you have an understanding of the ancient world and a true understanding of the self. But all of those cartoons are based upon that anyway. And mm-hmm. those cartoons have more in common with you. I could do more with Dark Vader than I really can do with Osiris. As a conscious guy who studied, I know Osiris and Dark Vader is the same shit. But mm-hmm. if I use Dark Vader, see, I have Dark Vader shit on my altars all around this motherfucker because growing up with it, that's how I know Osiris. Me being conscious in in, in, in a depth, I'm able to do the comparison. And that's what makes that's that's what you want to be able to get to a point to. Nefertim and Neb you are nothing more than the Thundercats. Then if you take it to the Hindu shit, uh you know, you have Uma and Durga, which is pretty mm-hmm. much the same you know, pretty much the same shit. So you could go all day and pick that, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a few. Depends on where wherever they have that uh, uh, symbol show up on the planet, and they just put it in a mythology. You know, the panther in uh, the jaguar in uh, the Mayan sex. You know, right. I think uh, I can't remember. Quasi uh, Quasi uh, Coltu is a uh, panther deity. So you could do that all day because all they're really trying to do to you in that ancient time is describe energy. But I'm going to tell you the most important thing to understand about that. Whatever it is, in that moment, you go with it. You don't try to identify, don't outthink what's actually happened. Because the most amazing thing is these things are actually coming to you. These things are actually happening. Go with it in that moment. You don't have to so much try hard as to classify it as more. You should try hard to get more information out them motherfuckers when they come. 
If they're yeah. trying to tell you this, that, or the other thing, then then your whole goal should be about this, that, or the other thing. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, tell them to tell you what they are, who they are. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They mm-hmm. may give you a name that even doesn't exist because okay. ultimately what you're really doing is tapping into your own mind. And you have seen or known these things in your in this lifetime or either others mm-hmm. that you have a connection to. Your goal is not to identify as much, even though you, you should be, feel fine in identifying, but your main goal is trying to explore how far you can take the energy. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and figure, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, you can figure out all the uh, professional shit later. But like, if y'all niggas gonna tell me this, that, the other, what else you got for me? Who else you got for me? You're oh. tapping into something in your mind that that you want to explore, <clears throat> explore, make names up for them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then later on, after it's done, just look up a lion deity. You know, Google that. Don't go hard. Just look up a lion deity. Who are lion deities? Lion deities, all, deities all around the world. There's a book you can get. Uh, let me see if I have it down here by Judica K. Ilks. I think her name is Judica Ilks, and it's and I'm sure it's upstairs. But the good news is I'm on this wireless, so I'm gonna go upstairs and get that motherfucker. Thank you. There's another. There's one book called Dictionary of Ancient Deities mm-hmm. by Patricia Tr- Patricia Turner and Russell Coltier, okay. and they have lists of of a whole heap of deities. The book is bigger than my head. Mm. And the other one, Brother Panic, is Encyclopedia of Spirit by Judith. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm talking about. Okay. Encyclopedia of Spirit, uh, Spirits, the Ultimate Guide to the Magic of Fairies, Genies, Demons, Ghosts, Gods, and Goddesses by Judica mm-hmm. Elks. Okay. So the good news is books like that, mm-hmm. anything that says encyclopedia or dictionary, if you look up the one lion deity that you know, it would connect you to a whole group of other deities, mm-hmm. consorts, so on and so forth. So one deity will lead you to the next, to the next, to the next. Because um, in the end of each description, books like that usually say, also see. So you'll be able to also see a whole heap of other deities that are connected. So, I mean, you'll be able to do your logical research, but do not mix your logical research with your, with your, uh, the actual spiritual moment. Do not give up the moment to try to figure some shit out ever. When you're in the moment, get in the moment and enjoy that moment and exploit that moment. Okay. Well, other than that. And I'm um, looking at the index, and some of the other cat spirits are um, Bastet, mm-hmm. Black Manus, and mm-hmm. Niku Mata. It's a whole list. Right, of them. right, a whole list. Like I yeah. said, when you, exactly, perfectly, perfectly done. Like when you're actually doing the intellectual work, mm-hmm. the intellectual, but see, I will never give up intellectual work or or have intellectualism dominate the spiritual moment. Later on, when I'm sitting around, that's when I kind of figure all that shit out, which is real easy. Like I said, you can get one book like you just did and find a list of cat deities, and there you have it. Need to know this. 
and this is one of the wisdoms I say in my class, nothing I say will ever supersede your spiritual moment. So if you're having a spiritual moment, that reigns supreme. That's going to dominate uh, or should dominate anything that anyone could say to you because it's your moment, and that's the entire point of it, your moment. So so I could say, well, that's this, that's that, that's the other. But still, if you may feel a certain kind of way, your mind will configure that shit. In, in, that's what the mind, the mind has no limits. And all this shit is from your mind. So you don't want to limit or be where you need to intellectualize because that's actually putting a human limit on it. Intellect and reason are your childhood powers. Those, and, and see, white folks, the ceiling on what they have in their mind is intellect and reason. So they refashion this world into us believing the most intellectual or the or the man who can stop and reason is the most dominant being or the, at the top of the evolutionary chain in some sort of way. But that's a fantasy. The reality is the top of the evolutionary evolutionary chain is the spiritual man, the person who's dealing with knowing, the person that's dealing with uh 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 intuition at at the very least we won't even get into the hard channeling or the hard psychic powers at the very least those are advanced and those things of intuition those that natural uh uh feeling of 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 knowing intuition uh 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 spirituality are actually a feminine trait so everyone has to tap into the feminine energy mm-hmm to actually start the process. And so that's why they, to suppress real power, that's why they suppress the feminine energy in every, at every chance they get. And the ones who are natural, of course, is the black woman. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about the regular, average, loving hip-hop chick walking around here. They're, they're just as crazy as anything else. Just, just having a vagina is not your way in. Because most women actually hate other women. When you ask women, well, you don't hang with women? No, I usually get along with guys better. It's the feminine Mm -hmm. energy as opposed to just having a vagina. So the feminine energy has a whole laundry list of attributes, has a whole laundry list of attributes. I I list them in the book, but you can find these out, knowing intuition, uh, 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 you know, you know, I don't know why they all ain't coming to me, but as opposed to the masculine reason, deduction, mathematics, logic, reasoning, direction, linear. So women uh, just knowing psychic, uh, 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 caring in the moment, spontaneous, you know, and it's the feminine energy because not all women are like that or not all men are like that. It has nothing to do with man and, and woman, feminine energy masculine energy and the masculine energy is needed to navigate on this planet so it has its place but in your work the feminine energy dominates this that's hands down because at the very start you're you're starting at the level of 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 nurturing your intuition your knowing what your emotions say about how you should handle your day what you should wear 
or, or even down to what you should wear. And um and that, that intuition turns into full blown psychic energy once you enhance it, but you gotta enhance it through the goddess. So the symbol of you're dealing with the goddess and you're about the goddess, so you're really talking about the feminine energy which exists in man and women. Masculine energy exists in man and woman. Just mm-hmm. those with the vagina are are uh, dominating it more. Guys with penises are dominating masculine energy more, but the feminine is in you. So I, you you have you have to have a healthy respect for the feminine energy, which will transform or pa- be passed on to the actual physical representation of the feminine energy. So you ain't going to beat no woman's ass and talk about I'm about the goddess. It's usually going to trickle down to you understanding the women or women who represent it and uh, vice versa, where you won't hear girls going, I don't know what's up with these niggas and these niggas is doing this and these niggas doing that. No, you brought these niggas forward. If you don't know what they're doing, then you don't know yourself. Right. So you could understand, you could get the understanding through the masculine and feminine representation but ultimately, you're trying to truly understand feminine energy and masculine energy and in, in, in where it lines up, where it's needed. So, we, so again, since the white man has brought us down to intellect, see, they show you whenever somebody's supposed to be smart, they look like fucking Einstein, you know what I'm saying, even in cartoons, mm-hmm. because they're trying to show you those with intellect reign supreme. Doctors who, you know, you've ever talked to a doctor, they Dumb as fucking all get out. They you know what I'm saying, right. right? But they, as a as a as a practitioner of knowing and remembering logical information, where they could mm-hmm. take tests and pass, perfect. But if you just sat there and told them three minutes of this shit, they would be lost, right. lost, because they're not really smart in 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 terms of what we deem smart but they're intellectual masterpieces. So we think doctors and lawyers make the most money because they're the most smartest of intellect. So this entire world is, has been reordered into intellectual dominance, so much so that when we get into something spiritual, we fuck it up trying to think about it, trying to define it, trying to classify it, trying to be able to drop science on it. Once we start getting rid of that, and that's some of my teaching class, once we start getting rid of that and we could get in the moment, you're actually in that feminine moment, which we actually demonize women for being too emotional, which is, doesn't make no sense because all you got to do is watch TV and the real bitches are these niggas. All you got to do is watch Love and Hip Hop and, 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 and that other one, the ink, the black ink, and these niggas is bitches. They fucking fighting and crying. So ain't no women disemotional. No, what they try, what they really try to do, because we don't have a healthy respect in how to direct our emotions, just demonize them. So when somebody's having an emotional outburst, which they don't know how to direct it based upon the, you know, the chakra system being out of order, based upon those imbalances, we look at it and go, oh, that's just so irrational. And then it becomes a cheerleading thing for reason again well now that you calm down let me explain to you what you did wrong and we go oh this guy who's reasoning and rationalizing or the psychiatrist when you two come in there and you arguing and this bitch act like that and this nigga act like that and he's just sitting there but take a breath and, it, and he seems so fucking smart it's like we're duped by this particular 
structure in this in this in this matrix. We're duped by it. It's not really the smartest thing. We just if we knew how to manage our uh, emotions, we will understand. That's the guide to telling you what the spirit is really saying. And we do, and we still do it all the time. We walk in the room, nah, this shit ain't right. We leaving. Nah, this club is too ghetto. Nigga gonna get this shot. We leaving. Know what I'm saying? Nah, it look kind of funky in here. We ain't gonna eat here today. That's your spirit telling you that. That's not even reason. You know that. Mm-hmm. You look at some food, go nah. I ain't. You take a couple of bites and go nah. I ain't fucking with this. Some some tastes funny about this macaroni and cheese or whatever. You, so we're still guided by it, but just on a level where it's not really doing nothing for us, but just maybe not giving us diarrhea based upon what we don't eat. What we really have to do is is practice on this technique, and it will be enhanced. So those things that are just still coming to you, like, like those lions, uh, it will be a full-blown conversation as opposed to randomly, and you will know how to call on them at will. See, I can talk to anything at will. It's not just, I just had a spiritual experience last night. I got to share it on block talk or something. You know, those days have been over. By the time you keep practicing the technique of opening up these areas and understanding these areas in your mind, you'll start Mm -hmm. to understand, you know, first and foremost, that they have atrophied, went to sleep. They don't work. So you could, because we have given that up, for logic and reasoning, which is not about what they taught you in public schools, but how they taught you to even learn. So even when uh, I have to reorder how people are even learning in my class, they still come with the approach of public school with their little pens and their pads Mm. of public school. And I'm like, I have to shut that down before we even start and say, you're going to open up a different part or start to, uh, increase a different part of your mind, which is your true mind, your spirit, the shit that actually will transform you, shit that will actually do the alchemy as opposed to shit that's just going to make you feel intellectually brighter and be able to quote and say shit at any given time. No, this is the true transformation, and the true transformation happens in a different part of your mind. So I have to show people first where that is, what that is, and then they could, and it's not even up to me to build that up. I don't even have that responsibility. It's really up to you. Nothing changes until you have that aha moment yourself. Nothing changes until you come into the realization. I, you know, that's what Morpheus was saying. I can lead you to all the doors. You got to walk through them yourself. So I'm not responsible nor take responsibility for your true learning. Only I'm here to shut down all the fucking mind control, let's just say, you had. Mm-hmm. And once that shut down, then maybe we can get down to some shit where I can share, well, I did this, try this, do that, and see what it does for you, that type of thing. So all of that to say, first and foremost, just do your intellectual study on your own watch. Like I said, you picked up the book and seen it yourself. You didn't even need me. Oh, that's all this. That's a, so if you had to give it a name, but mm-hmm. you want to probe and see what your mind is telling you. Right. In the muck and mire of everything you went through, why would your mind keep telling you this? That's the real question. Why are you showing me this? What is my connection to cats? Forget what cat is coming. Why do I feel this? Why do I feel this way about cats? Am I even a cat lover? Do I even have a fucking cat? No, I don't. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to see why is that. Here's a perfect example. 
and I'm glad you said that. Nebner you and Nefertim. When I was dealing with that, um, and those are the Sekhmet sons, when mm-hmm. I was dealing with that, I was dealing with uh, Nefertim, which is more found. Then Bobby, who was definitely reading the Book of the Dead, he said, yo, check in the uh, Nebner you. All it says is he's the Lord of Fear. And, of course, you know, you know Bobby's non-computer self mm-hmm. went online, and that's all you get, <laughs> Nebner you, Lord of Fear. So I said, I'm going to take it to the spirit world. See, I can get all my answers from them. Mm-hmm. Went in, and it came back. First of all, it came back. There's a, there's a, a comedic uh, pharaoh or one of the pharaohs, you know, one in the royal family that uh, uh, dealt with Nefertim and Nebnayu. And it came back that that, that was an incarnation of mine. That was a lifetime of mine. And it tells you about how this particular uh, 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 Egyptian uh, royal guy came back to the West, how he was coming to the West, with ne- and he was buried with Nefertim and Nebnayu. Mm-hmm. Then I have two friends. The friend I told you about tonight, and we, had a, we also had another friend who got killed when he was 23, Stacy, mm-hmm. Stacy Berry. So it came through that him and Stacy were Nefertim and Nebnayu incarnated because they was there my whole entire life. Wow. And when I look back at this same guy I was telling you about who has the T-shirt company, mm-hmm. it was like he acclimated me to being a human. The shit is amazing when I look back. Now, I definitely had channels where they said we were coming to the West, we were going to forget all the shit, and me asking him, I need you to come to the West with me. And he was like, motherfucker, I ain't trying to do that. I said, I need you to come and be incarnate. I asked him to come here with me. And it was amazing because just like Khadija, I couldn't get along with motherfuckers. You know, you you, you are ancient motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So socially, I was an absolute social misfit. I used to curse out grandmothers. And he would always be like, you can't do that. You got to do this, do that. He would show me how to be, wear your hat like that. Show mm-hmm. me the newest handshake. Yo, watch the Flip Wilson show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, Richard Pryor's on tonight. He would always for years be telling me how to normalize myself. Then, you know, of course, you, you, you have other friends. And since we was all from Queensbridge, you know, we all knew each other. So I started hanging with my man Prince. And Prince was another nigga always showing me. No, 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 you can't say that to old ladies, nigga. You can't do that. And then after I was selling porn and the porn industry was uh, slowing down and shit was getting rough, he came through and said, let's start finding uh, the real meaning of all this shit. I'm like, nigga, I ain't trying to do that. He's the one who kept forcing me to watch tapes, da 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 And I was going to buy porn and ran into my man Shabazz. Shabazz was selling these tapes, and my man Dane kept saying, I said, I'm going to buy all the tapes, Dane, because I've seen this nigga Shabazz. Shabazz was like, yo. I said, what's the most advanced shit on the table? And Shabazz was shocked because niggas usually stay where they stay. And he's like, a nigga named Bobby Hemmett, a nigga named Phil Valentine. So give me all that shit. So boom, that's, that began that, all because Dane kept pushing for me to watch this shit. So it was like I can clearly see he was definitely here to do that shit. 
And so now that the shit is on and cracking, when he said the T-shirt coming, it makes sense. Now it's time for me to actually support him and what he does. So it, it just makes so much more sense. Now when I got this channel that he was actually Nefertim and Nebnuyu, it made so much sense. It made so much sense because this nigga was deftly afraid of cats. To this day, deftly afraid. Mm-hmm. Now, Stacy's last name was Barry. He got killed when he was 23. So he was already like 40. He came to my house in Brooklyn, and there was this tree outside. The tree in New York used to have these berries. You couldn't eat them. Some niggas in New York know this. This fucked up tree, these berries used to grow. And they used to grow all over the place. And this one berry tree was in front of the window. Berries used to be in my house. It took me a while. I said, oh, that's Stacy. Stacy used to talk about protection all the time. One time we was on the back of the train in the four train. Niggas in New York know what that means. So Stacy sat somewhere else, and all the thugs would be in the back of the four train. We back there, and we asked Stacy, why did you sit some not next to us? You didn't. He was like, yo, nigga. He said, nah. He said, I'm the real protection. He said, because if niggas would have jumped off, they wouldn't have known I was with you, and I would have did. Oh, this nigga was, you know. So I remember those words. Stacy got killed when he was 23. So, of course, I channeled him. We did all the things. He said he was protection. When I channeled Nefertim and Nebnuyu, he said that was them. Now, Dane moved in with Stacy and his mom for a while, you know, badass teens. And this nigga was definitely afraid of cats. But Stacy had two cats, Nefertim mm-hmm. and Nebnuyu. And I remember going to his house in Co-op City in the Bronx, and Dane was with these cats. And I was like, you wasn't scared of those cats? He was like, something different about them. So now, fast forward to when we 40, he's standing on my house. We have a cat. He's like, I'm not going in your house because your cat is that scared. And then niggas started pissing outside. He wouldn't go in the house. The cops called him. The shit was funny. He got a ticket. I was dying laughing. He said, nigga, I told you to look out. I said, that was Stacy getting us back. Because back in the days, you know how, if you've seen the movie uh, Above the Rim, where they had the mm-hmm. basketball tournaments, mm-hmm. and the, the Ruckers, they used to have mm-hmm. that in the hoods. We had that in Queensbridge. The whole hood was out. We seen Stacy on the other side of the court. I walked to the, we snuck around to the other side and just pulled his pants down. Boom. But I thought it was just going to be his drawers. But he's standing outside, dick naked in front of the whole Queensbridge. And the nigga just stood there. He didn't even pulled his pants up. He just waited for a second, pulled his pants up, said, all right, nigga, and just walked home. You know what I'm saying? We laughing. <laughs> so now I'm laughing because he pissed in front of that tree, and he got a ticket for it. I said, yo, that was Stacy getting you back. I said, yo, Stacy, don't get me back. He told me to do it, and he definitely got me back. When it came down, it was ne- and I called Dane. I said, yo, Nefer Tim, Nebner, you need to study And Dane said, Yo, how did you know I was in the middle of studying cats right now? I said, I didn't know. But this came through as you as Nefertim and Nebnuyu back in the days. You need to, you know, study that. And then he did. Mm-hmm. And, again, Nef- Nebnuyu is the Lord of Fear. And what came through was he was so deftly afraid of cats because he was experiencing his own power. So when he sees a cat and sees this, it, it, he was experiencing his own power. So for him, one of the things he has to do is get with cats. 
all discovered. So there's so many ways and so many mm-hmm. angles we need to deal with this energy. Mm-hmm. So everyone's story is different with it. So that's why you have to find why are cats coming to me? Okay. Now, the only other thing I can tell you about cats is Malcolm X told me a whole bunch of shit about the Sphinx. The sad part is I can't remember what it was. I wrote it down and can't find that paper. I pri- and I know I have it somewhere, but it was incredible shit. The only person, of course, was Bobby. I ran all this shit down. But basically the riddle of the Sphinx is something in the DNA. And around this time, and some people will probably attest to it, I was having these dreams, and a few other people were having these dreams where these cats would cling on to you. And you couldn't get, he was trying to shake these cats off. Bobby also said he had this dream. He didn't know I was, I said, yo, let me tell you. It was, you, you, you're in the dream ferociously trying to get these cats off of you. And what that is, is actually how the Sphinx in, is half man, half cat, is mm-hmm. talking about something in the DNA that's activated through this feline energy. Because what most people do not know, there was no such thing as a cat. Cats were created in mm. Egypt. They do do DNA do that same way we created Yakub. <laughs> they did the same thing with lions or tigers, whichever one it was down there, and started spicing down the uh, bringing down the DNA. That's why you see some of the they went all the way down. When you take it all the way down, it starts to look like a rat. That's why if you remember uh, uh, Austin Powers, uh, Mr. Biggles, the cat. Look like mm-hmm. a rat, the hairless yeah. cat, because when they yeah. took it down and went down to the hairless, and then somewhere in between became regular feline cats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of information on cats, and that's more where I would focus my study instead of just trying to figure out who these particular cats were. Like, okay. why are cats coming to me? What's up? Your whole lifestyle should be about that. And that's mm-hmm. what I would tell my friend. His whole lifestyle should be about that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. About these motherfucking cats, this, this cat life. So, yeah, and like I said, he around, he on it, he studied. this amazing shit. Like I said, when we was 13, you know, we was breakdancing together. And, you know, of course, my name was Kid Curve. You know, that shit was some fly shit back in, if he was a breakdancer. Uh, but by the time that shit got played out, I needed a graffiti name. So I'm like, yo, what should I name myself? What should I do? And this is my word. My boy just sat there. He started humming. This shit almost sounded like some Native American shit. And the nigga started drawing. And he drew the word panic and said, that's who you are. I'm like, oh, I like it, nigga. He said, no, that's who you are. And for did I just, you know, it was just a graffiti name, Panic, Panic in the Hood, that all them hood niggas, Nas, all them niggas, they made it cooler because they would be like, yo, Panic, yo, Panic. And then, you know, I didn't even think about it like that, that they made it cooler. And, you know, you know, all them niggas in the hood, so, you know, I was always Panic after that since age 13. So me choosing Panic wasn't no hotel reasons. It wasn't for beloved reasons. It was just who I was. And then it turned out to be tan and all the rest of that. So, like I said, this is this is a road dog. And when I look back at, like, there's some amazing shit that we were doing and thought about, which, if for nothing else, convinces me, none of this shit we doing down here is just random, made up. I could see 
just with me and his relationship, knowing him since two, the entire our entire life was thought about and orchestrated and and really planned before we got here. We only acting out something that was already genius and thought about. This I promise you, and I can look at all the so-called coincidence, and remember there's no such thing as coincidence, all the so-called shit that's going on. I can look at it and say, damn, it's like we could just step through which leads everything to this moment. And I can see it is orchestrated as opposed to just random happening. Certain key points after things were over, he would show up, and, and it was almost like his idea was the next step that I, like he was he had a plan like he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Shit is amazing. Like I said, I was like, "Well, what's my next money thing after this little porno thing was over?" And no, I wasn't doing porno. I was filming the porno just to get that shit out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it wasn't like I was fucking long dong panic, but all of that shit to say. He was the one, yo, we need to start doing this. I'm like, nigga, I'm not even into that shit. You know, I was no five percenter. I was none of that. Like, man, I'm not into that shit. I even remember my boy Prince, who was the next nigga I was hanging out with. We was about 16, 17, when me and him really started bonding. And just the way he told me about pork, because he was a five percenter. Prince, actual facts of law. He was a five percenter. And, you know, I'm ham sandwiching it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what, nigga? Mustard, nigga? That shit. You know what I'm saying? That that light, delightful, salty ham. And just the way he said some shit about pork, I never ate that shit again since 1986. Just, you know, I was eating them rib tips. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't even force that shit on me. I can't even remember what he said. He said, it was one sentence, and I never ate pork again. So you could see these niggas was guiding me off this. You know what I'm saying? It was something. Yeah. And, like, my sister is so amazing how many traits. It was She was, like, practice for Khadijah. Look, skin, tech. Even when my sister met her, she's like, damn, she, Khadijah looks like somebody in our family. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, shit. Like, her, just the, the way she eats. Like, the food choices, mm-hmm. I'm so used to it. was like pra- my sister was like practice for it. So you know this shit is guided. So right. all you really here to do is figure out something about yourself. Okay. So if it's happening to you, that's more important than trying to intellectualize it. Why? Okay. Why? Whatever's happening, that's your clue. You expand that shit to the motherfucking wheels fall off. Your entire life should be cats. Yes. Lions, tigers, yes. jaguars, is. cougars. You know, Mister Bigglesworth. You know, Mister <laughs> Bigglesworth. Everything. Yeah, it is now. That's what spirit is telling me to do. Just surround myself with cat, cat pictures, cat. Bad right. Cat, cat, yeah. Cat. Just be, a, just be a cat. Be a cat lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just be a cat. Now, like I said, if you don't want the animal in your house, you ain't got to go that far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you can definitely, uh, uh, you know, pictures and. Cat video, just try to know. Meditate. 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 Think of a symbol of a cat. Okay. Simple as that. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Panic. As usual, yep. very yes. thorough and very informational. All right. And I'm sure other people have benefited from it as well. Guess we'll take another question. And peace, sister. And I'm sure we'll talk soon. 
Let me know if you get some of them cookies. Don't Hello. eat the whole thing. <laughs> Delicious. <You> <laughs> yeah, you will. You will. Don't eat that whole thing. Don't even play with that shit. Take a little smidget, see where you at with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely will. I'm going to eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could put professionals on. My son's a professional. That nigga had the one eye closed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That nigga said, Penny, man, he said, I was on that skate floor. He said he could see in his mind. You know when niggas be doing all them tricks? He mm-hmm. said he could see it in his mind. He <laughs> said he was, But he was really sitting on the bench the whole time. Mm-hmm. Then his man was like, yo, this nigga just kept saying, I am somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, then his man was like, why you ain't give me no cookie, nigga? I'm like, nigga, I got limited supply of cookie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so the next day, when she sent me the second package, I broke that nigga off just a, just a smidge of the cookie. He was going, he tried to help with the groceries. That was a tragedy. That nigga's face, you know when that nigga's face look all bright? Uh-huh. <laughs> nigga just had that bright face. I said, oh, nigga, that cookie kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> My oldest son. He like, he like, nigga, the fuck, nigga, get the grocery here. That nigga gone, man. Leave that nigga alone. I fucking older son. This ain't nothing. This nigga eating a cookie and, the, and, the, and I'm like, all right, nigga, going for more. We're like, what, what it is? I'm like, all right, nigga, that's not a proud thing. <laughs> I don't think that's something to brag about, nigga. Is this shit right here, nigga? <laughs> this shit is something else, nigga. Mm. They from Denver, Khadijah. And the boys grew up as childs and before they came to Atlanta. So that nigga be going back to Denver, mm-hmm, sending mm-hmm. fucking selfies. Click, click. Nigga, I'm at the store. <laughs> nigga, what? So he, he he's a pro. My little younger son, he's a pro too. That nigga ate that whole cookie though. I ain't, I ain't get my, I ain't gonna get my older son a whole cookie because now I know that shit could last for a month. Oh, y'all seen when Kamani ate that shit on the show? He said, yo, that night, he <laughs> kicked in. I forgot about that one. Huh? Eliah, Eliah, when he, when, he, when, he, um, when he ate that shit on the show, I thought that was the rookie cookie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was not the rookie cookie. Because that night, I knew he was twisted. Because I only, I ate a chunk of that shit. That's when you, you hide, you, when you sleeping high. You mm-hmm. dead sleep, and you high as hell. So I knew this nigga was feeling this. I called him, yo, what's going on? He said, oh, nigga, I woke up high. <laughs> he said, I was still, you know, when you high the next day, you just want the shit to stop now. And then when I, got to, when I took the cookie the first time with Khadija, Khadija's telling me these stories. One time I ate this edible, and I was high for 17 hours, nigga. I'm like, why is you even telling me that shit? I said, I just want this shit to stop. She said, you just got to ride it out, nigga. Ride it out. She's like, ride it out, nigga. I don't even remember. She, she ain't got no no support system. I'm like, I just need a hug. <laughs> nah, just ride it out, nigga. Yo, I, that shit had me so high, I went in the guest room and locked the door. I didn't want, I didn't want anybody walking in on me. I'd have lost it. I locked the door. So my son got here. Soon as I, cause I'm hiding from my sons. I'm hiding from my sons. 
that was the day that we both walked off the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We so high. We, we, you know how we was doing. We was doing yeah, that's right. We were doing the the, the uh, uh, we were doing the lecture. You know, we both sitting there. So you know, I'll go to get some books or whatever. We both walk off the camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas start getting hot, and we were that shouldn't even kick in. We both walked off the camera. <laughs> Came back like. <laughs> like, like, like thirty minutes, thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds is like an eternity. We talking. We said, "Yo," I said, "Yo, let me go get a book." Or we went to the bathroom. Come back. This nigga's a liar. Just, just somewhere else. I'm like, "Yo, anybody on the camera, nigga?" <laughs> oh, we back. Oh no, that shit was just, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Niggas getting high there. Like them cookies ain't no joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cookies ain't no fucking joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yeah, Khadija had no nurturing. Just ride it out, nigga. So, 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 like, I'm hiding from, I don't want my sons to see me like this. So I'm hiding from them. So, so as soon as we get back to the house, I just, like, went upstairs. They look up, just walk upstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And as soon as I get upstairs there, Khadija, panic, I'm like, oh, why she telling him? That nigga gone. That nigga twits on my son. You know he want giggles. He want pictures. He comes and says, panic, panic. Open the door. So I'm standing by the door like, fuck you, nigga. What you want? Nothing, nothing. Come down for a second. Like, now you nigga, you ain't going to giggle on me like that, nigga. Right, I'm going to see you in a minute. Lock that fucking door. Son, the oldest son, yeah, I heard you was twisted, nigga. I'm like, nigga, y'all niggas, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I I was just sitting here waiting for Khadija. I know when she get home, it's all going to be all right. <laughs> so I came, like, like it took a lot to get dressed. You know what I'm saying? She kept calling. I was nervous. So I'm sitting in the in the dining room, just kept looking out the window every time a car went by. <laughs> so she pulled up. I was like, all right. I said, oh, shit. Then, uh, then I'm, uh, I walked, ran out the door, down the car, said, Khadija. As we sit here, I am fucking high. She said, what? I said, I ate that cookie. She said, I just ate a little. I just kept going, I ate a little. I, just, I don't get it. I said, you know, if I ate any more, I'm eating this shit like it's dessert. i like, if I ate any more, you'd have to take me to the ER. You know what I'm saying? You'd have to take me to the hospital. Then I was like, she was like, what you want to eat? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, she said, you still want to get the water? I'm like, I cannot get out this. I can't move. She said, all right, we'll get some pizza. So we go to the damn pizza drive-up. She, she usually gets it and passes it to me. I'm like, you can't pass me that pizza. Please do not pass it to me. Just put it in the back. I can't move. I was like, yo, I see stars. <laughs> like you, She just laughing her ass. She's laughing now. I was twisted. I'm like, oh, my God. I just wanted to stop. He said, yeah, last time I ate that, it lasted for 17 hours. I'm like, why would you even say that? I'm sitting there shook like 17 hours of this. No. Oh, I went, to sleep. I went upstairs, locked that door, went the fuck to sleep. Like, D-Saxy fucked me up. I texted her the next day, what was that? And she typed, you know, you know, you know it must be real, because she typed, 
No, 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 no. She typed that shit. So I'm like, what, nigga? She said, no, 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 no. Like, she typed that in the text. She said, you're supposed to take a little. Did you look at the back? I'm like, no, it's a cookie. I ate it like a cookie. Oh, my God. And then I started thinking my son ate a whole one of those. If he wasn't a pro like that, they, yeah, they'd have been picking it. He would have been. It'd have been one of them fucking YouTube videos where he's naked, humping the floor, and all that kind of shit. <laughs> it'd have been that. It'd have been that. It'd have been that. You know what I'm saying? It'd have been that. That shit right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That the lady was humping the train floor. He'd have been humping the train floor. Naked, butt naked. Listening to between in his mind, he'd have been listening to between the sheets, between the sheets <laughs> in his mind. Well, I have been shooting him with stun guns. Yes. Oh, can I ask you a question? Actually, it's for Saxy. Um, the cookie. I want to get the cookie for my girlfriend who lives in Atlanta. She has lung, like serious, serious lung problems. Will the cookie mm-hmm. work as well for her? Um, you know, it has the same medicinal properties. If it's weed, to... yeah, it you know it is definitely weed. It's definitely okay. medicinal weed. Cause now, once I got the, once she sent me the second package and I got the hang, I used to take mm-hmm. less and I was feeling right, right. Oh, okay. Because you know I'm feeling fatigue and all those type of things. Okay. And boom, okay. aches, okay. pains. That shit was putting me right in the zone. So much so. I started buying weed and cooking cookies <laughs> my damn self, which are a little oh, bit I can't smoke. I can't, yeah, I can't smoke. So okay. what I would do is, which is not as, even as strong as her, so I could eat a little bit more, and it'll keep me right during the day. That shit is like, because like I said, I'm sitting there going, why the fuck am I not fucking with weed? Right. Yeah. Um, and um, show him, Kadisha, uh, unless he got it. And uh, actually, I'm gonna put Khadija on the phone next, so she could talk about her readings. Oh, uh, Shay, ah, now I'm laughing. <laughs> hey, everybody, what's good? I didn't hey, know Kadeja. Panic was gonna put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I was just in here chilling. <laughs> Um, some of y'all already know I do readings, and uh, the two main readings I do is Akashic readings and Gateway readings. I got to let y'all know I am crazy, crazy booked, okay? Like right now I'm booked through November. So wow. those of you that are still interested in getting readings, definitely, definitely know it's, it's going to be a little bit of a wait. So and those of you that have got a reading and haven't um, received a, you know, if you got a, uh, I mean, if you pay for reading, excuse me, and you have not received your reading yet, please, please let me know because what I'm finding is a lot of people's my emails are going through the through the spam a lot of times. So y'all, if y'all haven't heard from me or Panic, check your spam emails and just you know contact us and let us know because we want to make sure that everybody that's purchasing their readings that they get you know they get a reading done. Okay. So. Um, Oh, yeah, and also, too, I left the corporate world, y'all, so so now I spend more time in just dealing with consultations and readings. So um, that, you know, right now it's at a five- to six-month wait. That should start to be a little bit better, try to get it to a two- to three-month, you know, if I can, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you know, even to one month, we try to do it that way. So, um, But, uh, you know, look forward to hearing from all of y'all, and, um, you know, 
uh, classes as well. I'll be um, launching some classes, and hopefully by the end of August and September. Not going to let y'all know what it's about just yet, you know, but we definitely, definitely um, are going to roll those out as well. So, um, well, <laughs> baby, come on now. So he's he's directing me on everything what to say, fairy readings, chakra readings, but um and look, uh we'll we'll post it on the site as well, at Panicle Sin Blast when you know, because uh, I have new readings that are coming up as well. So and my site is coming as well, because right now I'm sharing sharing a site with Panic. So um, you know, so we'll we'll let we'll inform all y'all and let y'all know, you know, everything that's coming to the forefront. And uh, you know, again, people, that if you got a reading and you haven't, if you purchased a reading, please, please contact us because I'm willing to bet a lot of those emails, my emails were in the spam. Ooh. All right, family. Um, if anyone has any questions um, before I hand the phone back to Panic, now's the time. Yeah. See. Yeah. See if there's any questions for Khadija. Yeah. Yeah. What is the difference between the Akashic reading and the spiritual gateway reading? What's the difference in the type of reading? The between you said Akashic and what now? The spiritual gateway reading. Oh, okay. You're talking about the gateway reading. Um, mm-hmm. Akashic, you're dealing with, of course, your past lives, uh, present and future. And then with the gateway readings, what happens with a lot of people? See, I developed the gateway readings because you know a lot of people want to get deeper and deeper to their spirituality. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, what happens though is a lot of people have a lot of what people call stagnation or blocks or just a lot of mundane things that are in the way. So with the gateway reading, what it's developed to do is to help people get past a lot of that mundane stuff because a lot of people use their chakra system as storage spaces. You see what I'm saying? Instead Mm -hmm. of elevators, you know, instead of ascension and, you know, elevators, things to, you know, get themselves into elevation. So just working on with the gateway reading, it helps to release that because we we really need, when people want to get deeper into spirituality, magic, and all those things, we cannot take mundane things with us. So that's the difference between the two, okay? And Mm -hmm. um, spiritual consultations, y'all, that is not a reading because some people mistake those for readings. Really, it's just... Um, it's like spiritual counsel because what happens is a lot of people, especially those of us with, you know, the melanated beings, we constantly have experiences, and a lot of times people just don't understand them. So it's just like a one-on-one, a lot of questions that people can ask, you know, that, you know, they're trying to figure out, you know, what it, what it is, what, what's going on, with, you know, the spiritual experiences everybody's having. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what that's about. Now, the fairy readings um, – those are definitely tapping into different fairies that you connect with, fairies that are around you, things that, um, you know, people not understanding where a lot of the elemental forces um, are actually, um, you know, there to assist us. And a lot of people, we, you know, we weren't taught any of that. You know what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. you tap into the fairy kingdoms and the fairy lands, you know, it's amazing some of the, you know, the energies, the light intelligences that, you know, that we can tap into that we need to be made aware of. And one of that big time is fairies, big time. So um, so that's a, you know, so, and I think that's it. I don't think I have um, anything. I'm trying to, I'm going to roll out the chakra readings, but I'm trying to develop another system and how to do that. And, of course, you know, we'll definitely send out an email blast and, you know, let everybody know when that comes out as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What's going on, ladies? How y'all doing? All right. Good, good, good. Good, good. Yes, that was excellent. Say, sweet. What'd you say, sweetie? I said that was excellent. I can't wait to get my reading. <laughs> now, who is this? Nicole, or is this D? This is D. This is Saxy. 
Oh, Elsa, oh, so you the one that got my man all fucked up, see? <laughs> <laughs> you got, D, you, so you, you got that from my hometown, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my mom gave them to me. And your, was it your mother that gave us all that Hawaiian candy? Yeah. Oh, man, that was, stuff was so good. Tell her thank you so much. It was delicious. Yeah. At any time she's ready to send us some more, we are. Sh- I will. I will let her know. I'll let her know. She sends really good care packages, too. And yes, she did. She sure did. She uh, panic said she also bought the book as well, his book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she is known for making her own brownies out there with the Hawaiian weed. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I bet you it's, oh, man. Yes, yeah, see, I want to try that. She's talking about her mom had the brownies with the Hawaiian weed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's the bomb. The bomb. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. All right. All right, ladies. Well, I'm going to hand the phone back to my crazy-ass man here. But everybody take care. So glad you're listening in, and we'll have more to come. Yes. Thank you, Khadija. Peace out. All right, peace. Thank you, beloved. <laughs> Thank you, beloved. <laughs> Hotep queen. That's what I'm going to call you, queen. Oh, queen. Hotep, <laughs> beloved. Yeah, so <laughs> beloved is, beloved just spoke. Oh, beloved. <laughs> beloved. <laughs> Bye, beloved. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, D. Saxy's mom's is conscious too. Uh, you know, her mom's is cool, man. She yeah. sent us the. I forgot she sent us a tight package, or oh, yeah. that Manaloa macadamia nut candy. It was just like it was delicious, delicious. <laughs> even even D was like, "Well, what did y'all get?" She's known for sending good packages. Oh yeah. Like yeah, oh, I was yeah. like yeah, you. She's right. We still chomping on some of that deliciousness. <laughs> Yeah, D. Saxon's the one to know. My girl P. Nicole, oh, my God, she will teach y'all how to wear your hair. <laughs> she used to have this afro. I like, nigga, that's a, that nigga, that afro. <laughs> she be in class with that afro. I'm like, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to put something on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't just do it like that, P. Nicole. She's like, nigga, fuck that. Watch this. So, yeah, these girls are the chillest, the realest and the chillest. <laughs> So next week or next week we're doing it every Tuesday. There's going to be a more structured show, niggas. It ain't going to just be us talking shit. This was the number one test run. So we're going to have a subject next week. And of course, you guys could also email P Nicole or D Saxon or Saxy Saxy in Atlanta. That sound like that sound like the Playboy Channel. Sexy in Atlanta <laughs> comes on at four. Y'all can email them, and they're gonna give you your emails again before the show is out with show ideas. So they'll be able to hit me and say you, we're gonna do this one next week or that one. Or I think we should be doing this one or that one. Uh, did Elijah give out his email, or I don't know if he's gonna create one to do it next week. Let me ask him. What was that? <laughs> Did you give out your contact information? No, I give it out yet. Uh, uh, my email is i dot wells at gmail dot com. Okay, 
So y'all can hit him up with show ideas as well. My son just came in here and did some crazy shit. I don't know what that was. You know when he after he take a nap. Yeah, like I look, yeah, he didn't get butt naked and hump the floor, so he's good. He's good. I we I guess we could take another question. Oh yes, yeah. Somebody sent us some some songy liquor. I don't think so. I don't think he heard about it. If y'all look on my Facebook page, my man, he's in my class. We we had a cookout after class, and that nigga got twisted, and I filmed it, but and I put it on Facebook. So y'all go on the Facebook. I, what I'll do is uh, I'll put it. I think I could put it in the group. I'll put it in the group, so y'all can see this nigga was tree. All he kept saying was "fuck you." And fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure some of y'all niggas might have seen that nigga. But he was drinking some Baron Somdi liquor. First of all, the nigga brought me the Baron Somdi liquor. You know, you know, you, you know, you do that presentation when you first meet Brother Panic, like a whole Brother Panic. You know, oh Brother Panic, you have showed me the way. And I'm like, come in, my son. Come embrace the class. You know, yeah, you got to do that because you're Brother Panic now. Come, come this way. <laughs> I have brought you this gift from the ethers, Brother Panic. So he brought us this bottle of Baron Somdi liquor. I'm like, oh, shit, I wish I only drank. So, you know, we like, I'm going to put it on the altar and do whatever. The next week, the nigga come to class, Panic, you mind if I crack this nigga? I'm like, God damn, nigga. You, this is the same shit you brought Panic from the ethers. So then the nigga... Uh, your nigga went through that shit, but he said he's going to bring us another one. And that nigga was gone. <laughs> you know, after, he was so twisted. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to have to film this shit. This shit is, this shit is, this is some YouTube's greatest hits. So he said he's going to bring us some more back. But, you know, him and his wife took the class. I don't think he in there. I don't think he in there. I don't think he knew the radio show was starting. When y'all see this nigga, y'all going to get a kick out of it. I'm going to put that up tonight. Or tomorrow, perhaps. Uh, let's try to take another question, I guess. We'll talk about some other occult shit. But again, understand, next week, we're going to start having structured shows. Ooh. Now we're just filling it out. This is just a chat so y'all can meet and greet everybody. But then we're going to start dealing with some subjects. I'm going to have to get in my real brother panic mode. So let's take a random call. Elijah. See who's out there. All right. So, um, again, this is random, y'all, but uh, Sir Noble 30. Yeah, that's my nigga. Yeah, put him in here. questions. Yo, Sir Noble, my nigga. <laughs> Yo, what's up, people? Um, what? yeah, yeah, I did have a question earlier, and uh, it was pertaining to uh, the mindset. And, uh, you know, once you've become conscious and you, you know, start working and change, you know, start. Uh, dealing with mind control and um, changing your perception, uh, I, I you know I don't know man. It's like you go through you go through these transitions doing that. Um, I don't know. It's like you're just in a different realm and you're in a place where you just everything's new. You know. Mm-hmm. So what do you you know? Not like what do you do, but I don't. It's it's kind of hard to handle it. You know. Well, that's the key. It's uh, uh, it's hard to handle because you're not used to that. Your mind has been made up. 
you're actually freeing yourself. This is everything from the Matrix. Everything you just said is what Morpheus said to Neo. Oh, shit. <laughs> everything you said was what Morpheus said to Neo. And what you just described was freeing, uh, freeing yourself from the Matrix. How come your eyes hurt? Because you never look, you never used them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And I just watched uh, Dark City and The Matrix 1 back, mm-hmm. back uh, the other day because I, mean, I was off all last week. And, right. um, you know, trying to, you know, just trying to do more, understand more. This, and, this, uh, right. And, um, uh, and also do more of the uh, mental um, alchemy. Work. Right. In the, you know, well, you, you, that's the whole thing. And you said the word alchemy. It's a path. You don't want to bite off more than you can chew. You want to step by step and then get comfortable in your new position. You know what I'm saying? So basically, whatever you do, that is a breakthrough. And, you know, you're going to feel it because it's new to you. It is new to you. You're going to feel it because it's, cause it's new to you. And it's um it's 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 it, it's kind of like uh, if you were in a coma, no one's gonna get up out of a coma and start jogging. You have to get on them bars and <laughs> one, two. You're gonna you're walking again. Your leg is gonna hurt. Your muscles. Oh, you're in the gym. Start doing push-ups. You know how to do ten, but by the time you do twelve, it starts to hurt. So any of these things, you're starting to exercise and use parts of you that were atrophied. Parts of you that were disabled, parts of you that was asleep. It's just as simple as that. So, you, you know, we, of course we have this idea. If I could turn it all on today, that's what I would do, but it's not necessary. On earth, that's what you're here to do. It's a lifetime that you're going through. And when you die, no matter how you die, shot in the club, trampled by elephants, you know, anything, mm-hmm. hung, all of these things that be going, oh, that's just a tragedy. No, this is all under your control. It's all your mind. There's no man or thing that can kill you when it's not your time. You know, we get all metaphysical and, you know, that's your path and this is what, and, you know, in Akasha and all this shit until somebody kick you in the ass and then you die. You're like, oh, he died from an ass kick. How tragic. That's really what you're supposed to do. And really, this entire life is a learning experience. So you're supposed to, you want to go through it till you get, you want to take a step, then get used to that step, and then the next step and get used to that step. So the there's that first thing of being born again, which it sounds like closer to what you're talking about. When you wake up and you have this realization, this this where you're looking at the world through different glasses. That's probably the best moment in this in hindsight. When it happens, it's kind of painful. It's kind of shocking to some folks. And it's like how Cypher was in The Matrix. I know this shit is fake. Put me back to sleep. Because uh, that's exactly what they were talking about in those contexts. Uh, 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 this, this awakening moment for Neo and then the realization. Watch it when he was talking to the Oracle. The oracle, actually, if you watch it, she let him say what he was. Mm-hmm. She never said you weren't the, the you weren't the one. She said, "But I'm, a, I'm I guess I'm supposed to look at you 
hold your hand, stick out your tongue. Ah, yes. He said, now, now uh, uh, I guess you already know what I'm going to tell you. And Neil said, I'm not the one. And then I can't remember her next line, because I seen it was on TV the other day. I watched a little bit of it. And, but her next line was basically, if you say so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you say so. And what she's really saying is, is what I definitely point out in class, what I've been saying. This is about self-realization. And that's you, what you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what know about self. Yes, and, that, and that's what she said. Right, and that's one of the things she said. You know what that phrase upstairs upstairs says? It's Latin. It means know thyself, meaning you have to realize it. And then Morpheus kept saying them th- through the whole thing, uh, you are the one, you are the one. You know, uh, uh, he will know it when he realizes it. Hold on for a second, fellas. Um, he would say, like, uh, uh you're the, uh, you know, you know, you're the one. You're the one. Uh, and then uh, uh, said, "Why is Neo doing this shit? Because he now realizes it that he's the one. So it was a slow realization. A self-realization is what you're really going for, and that's a lifetime experience. That's what you're here to do. So that first awakening is what Neo went through, and then you see they was doing the acupuncture because his entire body was atrophied. He never used it before. And that's really the concept or the symbol they was trying to say. This stuff hurts. This all this kundalini and all this shit we talking about because it was never really used before. So you're starting to use it now. So that's a great thing when you feel this pain. Give them saying, now understand this, when you're dealing with kundalini, in your entire body, you're holding on to memories. The cells hold on memories uh-huh. and most of the memories that you're holding on to are um, the kundalini energy actually or that life force energy when you're dealing with that work is actually starts to break that down it actually starts to uh, 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 clear those old things you hold on to in the body it starts to clear it and uh-huh. that's a painful process um, but uh, especially because most of us are trying to do this work and not let go anyway. They don't even understand how to do deal with their chakras, understand the three lower chakras. I talk about it in my book, the three lower chakras versus the heart versus the three upper chakras, which there's a course in my class where I deal with that actually extremely thorough. I actually deal with that thoroughly. And what I teach is the lower versus the upper chakras and the gateway of the heart. The actual alchemy is what's supposed to happen in the heart. The heart is Christ consciousness. The heart is the gateway. The heart is the key in where the conscious work actually is supposed to happen. The compassion, the forgiveness, all those attributes they said Jesus did for people, forgiving humanity of their sins. No, you're forgiving your own human and the human and the sins of humanity uh, uh, inflicted on you, which are stored in the three lower chakras. You know, all your uh, your bullying that happened to you or the bullying that you did to somebody else. Did you have uh, the, the girl at the prom? Did you get a lot of girls, your penis big enough, titties 
perky enough. All those things that you felt about yourself or your or or your humanity, this is where you forgive yourself. And all the things you said, my mama never did this, my father wasn't there, or my mama always did that, this is where you start to have compassion for their humanity. This is where you have forgiveness. And what you're really doing is releasing yourself. Because you've heard Bobby say it, you heard me say it all the time, you've got to get beyond humanity, you've got to get beyond humanity. In classes where I teach you what that actually means and how to accomplish that, y'all niggas going to have to take this class to get it. And that's really done in the chakra system. And I show you the key to that. And then once I show you the key to that, then you then begin to work on yourself. I had another brother who took my class name, Eli. And Eli, you know, he uh, was telling me he came back and told me something that happened on his job. He said he went outside and he said basically his whole behavior comes down to some shit with his mama. He, he was able to make the connection to this shit. And when he was able to release that, he was able to release the, the emotional struggle that this, this thing was putting him in in the moment. So in that very moment, applying what he uh, understood in class, not only was he able to bring this to his mind, he was able to release something that holds him in humanity, the uh, ill done to him by his mother. And really, that's a lot of the shit you uh, – really working off anyway, because that's the true God that put a wrath on your ass. And the problem is, most of your mothers was in fucking church <laughs> or, 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 or some other shit. So one of the first things I teach is, first remember how old your mother was when she had you. My mother was 18. My kids are 20 and 22. If them motherfuckers was my parents, oh, woe is me. So it was the, the beginning of past. Uh, uh, the beginning path for me being able to say, I can forgive her. She was only 18, 19 when all that, this, that, or the other thing that happened. And and all of this is heart chakra work, compassion, love, forgiveness, healing, all those things that were attributed to Jesus. That's why Jesus sits there with his heart on fire because it's the heart chakra. But what it really is, it ain't no Jesus, is Christ consciousness. You know, Everyone who's supposed to be conscious is actually supposed to be having Christ consciousness, and that's something that exists in the heart or is done or the alchemy that's done in the heart. This pure of heart, once you're able to do that work, allows you to start dealing with the upper chakras, which are more spiritual. So that's how you get into your spirituality, pure of heart, which you've heard me say. You ain't going to get in unless you're pure of heart. Yeah. So you're going to get into your chakra system, the upper, where you get into the creativity, the pineal gland, the crown, which is uh, uh, spiritual communication and spiritual transcendence. You can only do that if you're not dragging the lower three human chakras with you. Now, logically, you can read about chakras and do all the shit it says you're supposed to do in the pineal, crown, and, and throat chakra. And, and you first start, it's like the throat chakra is another grounding. That's why it's connected to your shoulders, arms, and hands, because it's what you're going to now give to the world, creativity, as an artist, as a musician, this is, or as a builder of houses or whatever. This is what you create for the world with your hands while your legs ground you on the earth itself. So this is like the root in spirituality, your creativity. You hear me? 
Your creativity yeah. is rooting once you get past the gateway of your heart in spiritual uh, creativity. So it's a grounding there. Pineal cross communication, uh, uh, crown chakra transcendence. But if you're dragging your human agenda with you, you want to no go. Okay. Your human agenda is in the lower three chakras. And, of course, we know the regular routine, how come all the restaurants, uh, fast food restaurants use red, orange, and yellow, yeah. um, because what they're trying to do is ground you in those human Yeah, Now, I'll go into the detail of what this does, because each seven in your life, you, you, you transform. That's why you'll hear uh, the Camites wouldn't even let people in the mystery and system until they was 50. Because that 49 is seven times seven. You went through the whole chakra system in your life. And you go through the first seven is built in the root, second in the sacral, third in the when you're in high school and coming out of high school in the in the uh, solar chakra. And usually what happens in the solar chakra, because there's no spirituality, that's where we get stuck. So however your personality was in high school, you don't never get past that because after that third seven, 21, is when you're supposed to start doing the heart chakra work, the forgiveness of the three sins, uh, uh, the, the three before you. And the, that's why it's called the four, uh, the four devils, because your heart still has the ability to turn into a human mess at the top. Okay. Or it has the ability to do the compassion thing become the Christ. That's why Jesus gets tempted by the devil. He's really in the heart chakra. And the devil's saying, I could give you all the riches of the world because he's talking about the lower chakras. So when you have Puffy doing all this compassionate work for uh, whatever charity and he's telling you this deep idea which seems like he came from the pioneer, that's nothing but his humanity fronting. The ego has now been raised up in its pretend compassion. They're actually showing that shit now on Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, this one episode, they have one of the queens was like, yo, I used to walk with the, the, uh, the, the poor people and feed the poor people. But she's saying it's all a front. She said, I hate them. I can't stand them. I despise them because all I and, – and then the dude told her, yeah, because all you are is an outfit in a perfume scent away from them. You yeah. so you you so you're she said I'm fronting like I had compassion for them. I'm fronting but it made me feel good to be able to be that. She said I was good at showing people that I felt compassion but not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And that was some deep shit because that's when you get Puffy and Kanye West, I give to this and I do that. And then they go, ah, I don't really tell people what I do, but I do it. You know, and then there's some people who are real because Prince did a whole bunch of lot. In fact, Elias from Minnesota and Prince uh, paid a whole bunch of basketball scholarships and a whole bunch of shit. So yeah, I'm not saying they all fake. But just yeah. trying to give you an example of how if they don't deal with the humanity, and you know that Puffy's not his fucking ego. You're going to bring all of that, and it's going to perpetrate like spirituality. The ego is going to tell you, I'm deep, I'm spiritual, I'm in. So, for instance, if you was persecuted in the sacral chakra, they all, you was bullied in, in high school. If you didn't deal with that, if you didn't forgive that, if you didn't release that, if you didn't have compassion for the bully 
who's bullying you because of some bullshit that's going on in their life, if you can't release yourself, by the time you read something about spirituality, you're going to be this person. Oh, the spirits are trying to attack you. You got to clean your house. There's bad spirits around you. You're going to feel that same persecution, that same insecurity about spirits. You won't be able to get a true trans transmission in a true spiritual revelation because your humanity will be in the way. You're still funneling it through your insecurities, funneling it through your through your ignorance, through your ego, through your and your ego's only agenda is to help you survive. So you in survival mode. And anybody's trying to survive will lie, will cheat, will lie. So that's what you would tell yourself, anything. Again, watch that movie, Revolver, and uh, it will tell you uh, all about the ego and the nature of the ego on an easy step. You can study the nature of the ego, but the nature of the ego is in survival mode, always trying to survive. So it will tell you anything to survive. The only way you're going to do that is in the lower chakras, you're going to have to release so that means you're going to have all the attributes that they gave Jesus, the healer, you're doing that for yourself, not for no fucking humans. See, there was no man named Jesus to heal any humans. It's a concept out of Gnosticism. And if you read the Gnostic Bible or any of the Gnostic writings, at least what they say about the invented Jesus, they tell you that this is a level of consciousness Yes, it does. For every man to actually try to to accomplish. So uh, what is that? What what are you trying to accomplish? That Christ energy, which is supposed to be what every conscious man is going through, is actually finding for your humanity. I forgive my mother for not doing that. I forgive myself from not being this. I'm healing myself. I'm laying off hands on myself from not getting this, not accomplishing that, never getting as good as I got supposed to be in school or never getting the right girl, never saying the right things, never taking care of my kids like they tell me I'm supposed to on TV and all the rest of that shit, never living up to the standard of whatever you, you, you felt in your mind. You forgive yourself. You heal yourself. You have compassion for your shortcomings. And then this is the beginning path to starting to release yourself from what – I don't give a fuck what my mother didn't do or not supposed to do. If Khadija doesn't do something that I feel in my mind is right, I, I love her 10,000 times deeper. She's having a human experience, and so am I. And I will hope she feels the same. So she doesn't have to stick up in my mind or by definition based upon what somebody told me a woman's supposed to be doing. You know, all of that's out the door because I've I've come to terms with the full force of humanity and human potential. It is by nature flawed. So by nature Every little human thing we do, oh, we're going to argue, I'm going to be mad, I'm going to close the door. She's she going to say, motherfucker, get away. So she told me, made me walk up a fucking mountain the other day. God damn it, that shit was terrible. <laughs> Yo, that shit was fucking terrible. Went to some fucking retreat on our goddamn anniversary, right? Look, man. She's like, oh, it's Anacolola Waterfalls. I'm like, oh, this sounds Native American. Look at this shit. Ooh. 
Well, he ain't tell me there was a fucking hike <laughs> up a fucking mountain. Like, nigga, this shit was, like, impossible. Nick, look, it's not even about laziness. Your actual legs, my actual legs stopped working. Damn, man. <laughs> we going through, up through this shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, she got me. You know what I'm saying? She's like, oh, nigga, it's two hours away, and nigga, nigga, nigga. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, bitch, bitch, bitch. We get up to the goddamn uh, hotel. It's all friendly, you know what I'm saying? Even the white people was like, hi, niggers. And I'm like, hey, whiteies. <laughs> so now she's like, oh. Did, did I look in the, first I look in the in the store. You know, they got the little souvenir store. Yeah. It's miners' hats and compasses. She's like, we should have brought out sticks. I'm like, well, I don't get it. Then she's like, well, the malls, the outlets out here. So, you know, that's my shit. I'm like, ooh, the outlets. She said, we go to the outlets on Saturday, nigga. Get get you all, you know, start. That's like foreplay. You know what I'm saying? Start rubbing your penis a certain kind of way. Yeah, nigga, we at the outlets. I'm seeing polo shirts that are usually $99, 1999 Oh, my God. I stood out there, pulled my pants down. Ooh, nigga, you just know your man. You just know your man, baby. Oh, God. Oh, hotel queen. You know what I'm saying? Then she said, Sunday, we're going to go up to the waterfall, nigga. I'm like, oh, shit, bitch. Let's get wet. You know what I'm saying? What you want to do? You know, like, oh, my God. She said, there's the easy path and the hard path. Nigga, we going the hard path. I'm like, oh, shit, you sure know your man. I trust you so far. By the time we took a few steps, I said, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? We in the woods. This ain't no just we in the woods. I'm going up this hill. I'm, I got on fucking air nights. She's like, because she's saying little shit that ain't really sticking to me like, you sure you want to wear those sneakers? Like, why not? What do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm seeing niggas with fucking Timberland hiking boots on. I'm like, Ooh, I know they hot. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? Know, niggas got on back paddles and they're like, bitch, I got on regular hip-hop gear in the woods. You know what I'm saying? She's like, babe, did you bring your gun? No, you should have told me. It's because fucking the bears out here. And then you seeing niggas walk down the hill smiling like, hey, you all right, nigga? I keep stopping every minute, holding on the trees. And she's just fucking walking in place, still ready to go. Like, what the fuck is this? Then then the niggas say, yo, you going to get to a gravel road? That's when it gets hard. Niggas like, yeah, you got about three miles left. I'm like, what, nigga? They said the whole, I heard somebody say a half a mile for the whole adventure. No, you got about three miles. He said, you're going to get to a gravel road, and that's when it gets hard. He said, then there's more rocky shit. Then you're pretty much there. This fucking gravel, the gravel road, when I got there, I said, Khadija, go on. I'll meet you at the top. Go on without me. I'll meet you at the top. She said, well, here's your water, nigga. I'm sitting there at the side of the road on some real, I'm doing fire breath. Shit I learned in yoga, trying to just get... I take three more steps, got to sit down again. I'm taking pictures from sitting down. People coming down the hill, hi, little lonely nigga. I'm sitting there going, hey, Whitey, 
Hi Whitey. Hi Whitey. And then they're like, You got you got a little bit more I'm like so they kept encouraging. I finally got the hill. And DJ up there already not even sweating no more. Hey baby, you made it. I'm so proud. I'm like, bitch, get away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, just let me get a seat. You know what I'm saying? Then then I sit down like, You got my water? She's like, I gave it to you. I said, Oh bitch, I left that shit on the gravel road. You know what I'm saying? I love that shit on the gravel road. So then the ma- the waterfall at the top was garbage. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck we walked for this? She said, it's not about the destination. It's about the path. <laughs> I was a bit to roll your ass down this waterfall. She said, rubbing, you know, and then she starts patting me on the head and shit like, good boy. You know, you did it, you little, you know, you little, I'm so proud of you. Wipe your nose. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, mom. Then I'm like, look, we're not walking back down the same way because you could go down the steps. Okay. I look, the sign said 489 steps. I'm like, fuck. I, they, they said it's seats on the steps. I promise you, I could not even walk down steps. I had to lean all the way back and just, yo, I just had to, you going downhill fucked up. Oh, oh, it took me about an hour. Now, I sit down, I keep sitting, sitting down, sitting down, sitting down. She's already ahead. I get down to the pond at the, at the, at the uh, she's sitting on the swing. Baby, come sit on the swing with me. I'm like, what the fuck, yo? She's like, I did this all the time in Denver. I'm from Queensbridge. I'm from the projects. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? The fuck kind of journey was this? This has fucking totally ruined my shit. She's like, get on the bench with me and swing. So I'm laying on the fucking bench in the in this. You still got a, a, a little journey left to get back to the car. That's when she's talking. I just lost it. What the fuck? Fuck that. Go ahead. Leave. She's like, why are you so funky? Like, what the fuck? You got me. You duped me. I'm losing it. Some nigga, some nigga from New York is sitting there. Yeah, kid. You know, you from New York, New York forever. Shut the fuck up, nigga. I don't even, I don't even negotiate. Look, if you go to the car, she said, well, you want me to get the car and drive it around? No. You know what I'm saying? That's how mad I am. Yeah, like, the yeah. real answer is like, hell yeah. Come pick my ass up and stop. I said, no. I'm going to walk this shit now. You done started some shit. So now I'm walking up this path. That shit is uphill. I said, no, fuck that. I walked back down to the pond and just sat down on the bench. So I hope this bitch just drop around this motherfucking And you so mad you don't want to call her? I ain't going to call her and say, could you come pick me up after I told her no? So I'm sitting there going, I know she's going to get every white car that came around, but God damn it. <laughs> I wanted to pout my way back into the passenger seat. You know what I'm saying? You know you shouldn't have did that. Don't get in the car. I said, oh, I know Khadijah. She ain't no chump. That bitch is going to sit right in the car in the A.C. So I asked this dude, I said, Yo, how much how much more to the large, nigga? He said, no, if you cut through here, he said, you got about five minutes, nigga. I said, oh, did my fire breath? Oh, I promise you I couldn't stand up. Walked, walked through some path, then it got to the street. I said, oh, shit, it's looking real civilized now. 
oh, shit. I said, now, I hope this bitch ain't get so mad after me yelling. Went back to the hotel because I'm fucked. Now, I really got to call her. She said she thought about it. See, she don't be playing. That's why I know her ass. Uh-uh. Uh, you can't just curse her out and just be like, okay, whatever you like. The bitch is paying you back, son. So I, I know she ain't going to foul me out because she know I'm going to tell everybody. Guess what Sister Khadijah did, beloveds? <laughs> like, motherfucker, you told everybody I left your ass on Anacolola Falls. So then, uh, so then Cena got in the car. The AC was pumping. She listened to the Prince. You know, it's that glamour life shit. I ain't saying shit. I just reached in the back, got a water, and just guzzled. had me dehydrated in a waterfall. We drove back up the hill. As soon as we got to the hotel, she said, we're here, baby, just to throw it in. I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess we are. We made it. That's what she said. I'm like, yeah, I guess we are. You want to go down to the hotel? Want to eat something? Nigga, I'm like, nigga, just give me a cup of Earl Grey tea. You know what I'm saying? I'm good on that. Yeah, old man shit. We went back to, I, oh, the first thing I did was shit and got in the shower and laid on the at bed ass naked. Oh, <laughs> and play village life, you know what I'm saying? She's like, baby, I'm going to go down and sit in the sun. Well, you go ahead and do that. Let me know how that works out. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to take some Advil. I promise you. We got home on Monday. Yo, you, I straight couldn't walk up the stairs, get out the car, Nothing. Courtney's like, you ready for yoga on Thursday? No, this is a skip. You know what I'm saying? Gonna, I'll catch you next week. You know what I'm saying? It's like, baby, we trying to get in shape. No, nigga. So, no, that Anacolola Falls, go to the outlets. That's the only fucking <laughs> sunshine I got out of that. A lot of nice fucking shirts. You know what I'm saying? But, goddamn, that, she, she duped me. All she had was sweat on her brow. My whole shit. My whole shit was just fucked up. You just, you walking straight like you got palsy. You know what I'm saying? I was walking up that last hill like I had straight cerebral palsy, nigga. I ain't fucking with her vacation. This shit, I'm going to investigate. You know what I'm saying? The whole, when she picking a place out, you got it, baby. You know, you know your man and, you know what I'm saying? Hotel queen and. We here with it, and I went up that falls. I'm like, who is this bitch? <laughs> I'm from the projects. Who is this woman? You know what I'm saying? Who is this woman I call my queen? And she was like, you ain't hear niggas saying this shit when you getting sore? Because I was asking niggas for hints. I was like, well, did you ever walk up at man? She said, yeah, I did it when I was eight months pregnant. I was a little sore. I'm like, oh, this shit ain't nothing. This is like a little, you know what I'm saying? This is. This is just a walk in the park. No, no, that that shit right there was some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you didn't sign stay on the path or else. So, you know, this was some serious shit. You could have get mauled by a bear. <laughs> no, fucking, man, it was so much shit going on. I'm not doing that shit no time soon. She was like, well, I guess it's the last time we've seen this. I said, no, we can come over here for the outlets. But ain't it, you want to do that walk again? You know what I'm saying? You take pictures at the top, baby. I'll be down here, com- you know. I'll be down here with some comfort when you come back. How was it this time? Ain't none of that. Well, you got to call your other friends. You know what I'm saying? Whitney and them. <laughs> this ain't this ain't a this ain't a lover spot. I don't know. Uh, we can't tell. We can't find anybody unless they've signed in. 
we we ain't get efficient at finding folks yet. So Whitney says she was calling in. That's Khadija's friend. She comes to the okay. house all the time. They gonna be doing that walk next time. This shit ain't gonna be. She ain't gonna she ain't gonna get me with it. Fool me once, but that <laughs> fooled me twice. Shit, <laughs> I ain't walking up shit. And then now I'm evaluating because she wanted us to go to Denver. I'm like. When we were sitting in that hotel when I was drinking my Earl Grey, then I said, well, where the fuck are we going to be at in Denver? You know what I'm saying? For your cousin's wedding. Maybe this ain't a thing. This is a trip. I need to sit down. She's like, no, we ain't going to do that. I'm like, I don't trust your ass. And see, I'm going to sit in the hotel with her mother like a motherfucker. We're going to be playing Yahtzee, Jenga. But I ain't walking up shit like that no more. She could walk up the hills with her stepfather who taught her that bullshit. <laughs> You're fucking ass crazy. Okay. okay. Yeah, I ain't fucking around. I ain't fucking around. What was you talking about? What was the original question? <laughs> what was the original question? I forgot. Well, the, well, actually, yeah, you, um, you know, working with the, you know, working, um, not just in, not just with your chakras, you know, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so accepting, also accepting. <laughs> you know, where I, c- I currently am, you know, through these transitions. Right. You Got know. you. And, um, that, see, that's a perfect example because in real life, you're not going to be argue-free. Me and Khadijah, you know, she's, she's a very powerful, powerful woman, and I'm a very powerful guy. So, you know, our shit, we, we cross the streams all the time. But what we notice, because we're not really into that human shit, after that moment, it's regular normal. After I went, I went, I literally went crazy on her. And then when they got in the car, I didn't say shit until we drove up the hill. Then as soon as she said, we're here, and then it was just normal. We're just talking again. You know what I'm saying? We don't, no grudges. No grudges. She just, yeah, like she just did. She just waved her hand. She don't take me, she don't take me seriously. We don't take each other too seriously as humans because mm-hmm. we already, we know who and what we are. And that's based upon chakra work. Ah, chakra okay. work. The you first, know, I, mm-hmm. I also... I'm sorry, but I also found out this too. Uh, what I did was um, I started uh, listening to, uh, you know, Mr. Bobby Hemet. Uh, he mm-hmm. did a, a lecture on chaos to nihilism, okay. and, then, and then I purchased some nihilism books. And after I had read those, oh, what kind of books? Um, nihilism. 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 I've never yeah. heard it. How do you spell it? Yeah, it's uh, in. Let me actually pull them up right now. It's in N H I P L something like that. Hold on, me. Okay. Let me pull them up. That nihilism. What's it called? Nihilism. Me. Well, anyway, Never, anyway. Well, what's, what's it about? about? What's it about? Yeah, I've never yeah. heard that word. Yeah, what it's about is you not can you re- releasing. Every all your morals and right. uh, okay. ethics and everything that's dealing with you know this this world and right. culture and everything that you're dealing with and right. uh, and just becoming you know and starting fresh like giving yourself a new palette to work with and reshaping and molding who and what you truly are. Excellent. You know, you know, Do me so. a favor. Send me some links to that. I mean, I understand the subject, but I've never seen a whole study on it. And if that's called nihilism, I've never heard of it. But oh, yeah. I want to. 
So send it to my email, panicpack at hotmail.com, or go to my website, a cold mm-hmm. lectures, hit contact me, and just send me so I have the correct spelling. I want to I want to see. I want to get into that for sure. So I appreciate that. But, yes, it's because it's, that's a, an occult concept. And now I'm glad to see there's actually a name that you could put on it or a study you could go on it. But it's actually doing all you can to release yourself from the, the restraints of this human world, which is just invented uh, 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 chains that you put on yourself called moralism, called mm-hmm. uh, a duty, you know what I'm saying? This is a man's duty or a woman's duty, playing these roles. You get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Playing yes. these roles. And, you know, so, you know, that's one of the first things you start to do. The first thing, it starts with a love thing. So the compassion, the healing, forgiveness begin with yourself. And once you do that, then you're actually able to truly have a mate. That's why all these relationships never happen because you're still stuck on uh, uh, these lower levels of emotions. And really, you're with this person because they don't interfere with uh, your emotional agenda or they Mm -hmm. satisfy and feel an emotional addiction. So once you're able to release yourself from human addictions – human agendas and morals and and a false sense of duty, false sense of pride, a false sense of of uh, what your parents instilled in you as uh, respectful, dignity, and, and honor. Now, most of what they is just common sense, which, which is actually my yacht, you know, how to uh, meet and greet and and interface with someone else. But all of that to say, once you can release all of these things and become pure of heart, then is and then and only then are you able to put yourself in a position to to not find your soulmate, but to connect naturally, magnetically with the other half of you until you know who and what you are and can release yourself from these emotional inventions that were either put on you or you put on yourself for a form of uh, uh, survival or form uh, a a way to mask uh, your true feelings based upon fear, once you're able to release yourself from these things, then and then and only then when you can find your soulmate. So when people say, I want to find my soulmate, how can you find your soulmate if you don't know who, who or what you even are? If what it is your true essence, because your soul is soul, you will never realize your soul on planet Earth. The end. It is too powerful, too complex with a human body for you to understand. So you're dealing with it from a conceptual standpoint. These okay. things that give you clue are your spirit, which is different from your soul. Now, your spirit or your ka is actually the, what's guiding you for what's beneficial for your soul. So when people say, I feel it in my soul, you really don't. You feel it in your spirit. So your spirit was only going to go based upon what your humanity uh, 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 is technically interrupting it or in the way. So the idea is to stifle or put the humanity in its proper space. And in its proper space, is very small and very functional 
uh, towards getting along in in everything survival. So it's going to be at Walmart, at your job, everything that actually maintains you being here while you're having this experience, as opposed to believing that it is the be-all to end-all, and once you die, that's the end of the road. Um, so once you're able to start doing that, then in allowing the, the divine feminine principle to come in and your spirit be your guide, which is the more powerful side of you, your spirit be your guide, then it's actually a representation or becomes a representative for your soul's purpose for being here in the first place. But you have to understand how to become or understand what pure spirit is as opposed to the ego masquerading as spirit. So how do you stop the ego from masquerading as spirit, which it will still do. You will always have this problem as long as you have to eat shit and and stay warm but you have to be able to know the difference be able to understand the nature of humanity the nature of spirituality and once you understand the difference and then and do the work to stifle the humanity to stifle the human emotion humans are nothing but a invention called morality what makes you human in human behavior is someone taught you something called morals, which is totally invented. In India, they have a whole different moral system with marriage than you have here. Some of the things they do there in these old worlds you would be absolutely disgusted with or couldn't even understand why they would do that. Why there's only You always see Africans eating that one white shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, and why you in America could go in Walmart and walk through a whole aisle of ice cream and there's every different fucking flavor because the ancients understood once you give people these choices, what you create is the ego or inflate the ego. I like banana. I like I like butter pecan. I like pistachio. They ain't doing that shit. They eating that white shit in Africa. And then you'll hear in these old worlds, why are you doing this? It's my duty. Why are you ma- or arrange marriages? Because the concept is. If every woman you understand and see as equal in terms of your respect, your honor, then you can marry either one of them. It would be the same thing because they're going to do their duty and you're going to do your duty. It wasn't about I like this one and I like that one. That's some later-day egotistical bullshit. Every woman in your village, that's what the culture was, was was born, raised, uh, 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 trained. They ate the same, shit the same, trained the same, grandma the same, died the same, washed the same, was birthed the same, fucked the same, married the same, ate the same, dressed the same, danced the same went through the same rites of passage. Their mindset is just one for the other. Now, later day would be like, I like Fanta, and I like Fatutu, and, and, but as long as she was living in that standard. But remember, they was looking at head shapes, body shapes, all these things to say if you could even get married because they was putting this shit together on a bigger system than I just like her because she's cute. Okay. That's some ego shit. So all of these things were stifled because they understood you put the humanity and what the person wanted. Even when you see Greek and Italian motherfuckers, they still understand our concepts. So why are you going home? I must fly home. My father died. I must be the one to say this. I must be the one to bury him. Why? Because I'm his son. 
You know what I'm saying? I must do this. Our family must do this. They talk so much about tradition because the tradition would stifle the ego. You would know better or know worse than the next man. If you watch the TV show Shaka Zulu, because his mother didn't marry, this nigga was an outcast. He was the left-hand path. So each time he was doing things out of the ordinary or out of the zoo, he was an outcast because it was really about you following the, the, the rules of the day because those rules got humanity down to its most minute. So they was always trying to stifle the ego because the ego would tell you anything and everything to survive. It's your greatest enemy, it's your greatest liar, and it's your closest enemy. It's your own mind, your own conscious mind. So now the spiritual subconscious mind, on the other hand, is what you're trying to enhance. So the first thing you need to do is with your humanity. Your humanity is nothing but emotions. That's all it is. And that's in your chakra system. And I just explained how you work that. So you cannot find a soulmate or your your true significant other. Because from the time you was 13, from the time you was 18, from the time you were 22, you're a different entity. And I don't even talk about consciousness, just as your regular human. When I was 18 versus when I was 23, I was a different nigga who wanted different things. The only thing that I wanted was the same was pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, so what that means is how can I find my soulmate at 18, 19, 20 when I'm still evolving in humanity? So once you leave your childish things behind, when I was a child, I played with childish things, whatever that is. Once you leave your childish things behind, which is your lower chakras, and you open up the heart chakra for the compassion and the love, then you're in the position to find your true soulmate or significant other. Because there's nothing in you in humanity that can drive you from that original, that point that you're now making of love. So Khadijah was in that place, in her heart. But most women are mostly there anyway. You get what I'm saying? So when they come into the knowledge, their their emotional game is already under control. These women are willing to love you anyway. So that's when we say these women are advanced, not in the context of any bitch, you know, on loving hip-hop and any hoe. You know, don't get past those labels and names. But most women naturally, because they're in the natural feminine energy representing it, they're ready to receive you with a lot of tolerance, which is another way of saying unconditional and unconditional love. Most men ain't there. So you have to really be in knowledge yourself and do your own personal work before you're able to release yourself. Okay. Because that's what you're really doing. You're able to, you, you have to actually release yourself and your ego become nothing because the more you make a woman a woman, you don't you, you don't make her the breadwinner. You don't make her do guy shit. I gave as soon as I came, I understood this science. So the first thing I did for Khadija was release the weight off her shoulders, as someone who had to do her her part and pay her half and go to work. Uh uh-uh. uh. Said said no. Now we're gonna now I'm gonna show you what it feel like to keep the AC on and not have to turn it off at night. Don't worry about those bills. And it was actually hard for her in the beginning. Like, we'll go to Walmart. You know, she started taking the cart. I'm like, no, I'll push the cart. She's so used to pushing the cart. <laughs> that was an issue. Uh, like, I was like, I'm going to get this, you know, this, this, and this, this. She's like, nah, nigga, I'll pick that out. I'm like, for what? She just couldn't, she couldn't understand at first a nigga that was self-sufficient, 
knew how to wipe his own ass, didn't need a another mother. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 the way a nigga. So, you know, self sufficient and could do his part, take care of it. She ain't had to worry about it. She could just be free. So she got used to that shit real quick. Let me tell you this shit. When we first came, I first started dating her. We like I said, well, take me to whatever's popping in Atlanta. You know, I'm from New York. There's restaurants all day. I don't think nothing's going to really turn me the fuck out in terms of restaurant life. That's what New York is. So she said, I found a spot called Spondividence. And, you know, this is supposed to be Atlanta fish spot. So we get there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're trying to impress. You're trying to get some pussy. You're trying to impress. You know, I'm laid back on some brother panic shit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hotel beloved. Queen Almighty, why don't you get you some off whatever you want off that menu? You know she's being all nice. Ah, I'll just take ten hot wings. <laughs> I said hot wings, bitch. Get a lobster. <laughs> get a lobster, bitch. Get a lobster. Brother Panic, bitch. Hotel, you on blog talk tonight. Get a lobster, bitch. Panic packs. She's like, oh. Oh, nigga. <laughs> she ain't do none of that shit. She's like, all right. You know, she kept it real. I didn't know what the nigga was working with. You know what I'm saying? I tried to yeah. I tried to mild it down. You know, she kept it real. So now, oh, I can't keep that bitch off the lobster menu. Oh, and may I get extra sauce with that rumala sauce? We go to a, 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 a damn uh, soul food place. You niggas got rumala sauce? I'm like... How fancy are you? We go to, I found a New York pizza spot. And any nigga in New York, though, she said, do you guys have wine? They did. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> but they had, yeah, and they did have wine. And I took a picture of her drinking wine in a in a pizza by the slice. I'm like, you got real fancy on a nigga. That's what you did. You got, no, I, I she said, yeah, I was always that way. No, <laughs> well, I, I no, I I'm not buying that one. I think I created a monster. <laughs> I created a monster, a panic pack monster. So much so, I said, look, you need to do your own readings. <laughs> you need to generate some shit where you can get all the rumala sauce you desire. Yeah. You know, then it turned into. Can I get the extra one? Until yeah, we got it. This you know, she used to look at me. The extra one is that cool? Asparagus? They you know they charge more for asparagus tips. They say, oh, you know, it's not a side. You you have to pay an extra dollar. Before uh, she look at me, I go, yeah, baby, get this. I love you. It's a dollar for you, no problem. Now and let me get two of them motherfuckers and rumala sauce. Like everything got rumala sauce on the shit. She'll get a, a smorgasbord of sauces. I'm like, these are some nasty fucking sauces. And then I'll order something. I'll be like, nah, I'll keep the sauce. She no, no, bring me the sauce. Guacamole and shit. Like I'm like, goddamn, I created a beast. But what I did notice in uh-huh. creating that beast, I was actually freeing her femininity as well. Not like it was up to me. But what I'm saying is not because I'm just that cool and that special. What I'm saying is because I just played the absolute role of a man and allowed her to play the absolute role of a woman, a feminine. So so it's actually how we all supposed to be. Your nigga ain't supposed to be in your ear. Like, she, she didn't have a problem, but this was an eye. And I'm going to show you how we are as a people. This was eye-raising for her. 
when she would go out on her own without me, with her friends, she would, you know, I'm at the movie now. We're finished the movie now. We're on the train now. We're on the car now. I'm sitting there like, I had to say, what the fuck you keep calling me? Leave me the fuck alone. This is my night alone too. So, you know, a nigga's always in your ear where you at, what you're doing, with this eyebrow-raising mentality. When she's saying, I was like, nigga, do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Go to a strip club. I don't care. You know, I told her jokingly, and this is jokingly. I, I said it with Kamani, too. Like, she had to walk in. She having sex with another nigga. I'm like, when you done, are you going to cook later? <laughs> Just let me know and clean up. He don't look too clean. <laughs> now, of course, that's a lie. Motherfucker, she, she know. Me and her together. Forever. Forever. <laughs> so, but, you know, I'm jokingly saying it's, there's no jealousy. So all of those little things, I started to notice. Okay. Feminine energy started, in, in, which is what you want. Around the house, she got this motherfucking life. All that shit you talk about, the goddess and the woman power and all that shit, we're not actually doing it because our role as men is really slacking. And even if you're holding, and she had niggas that held down the house financially, but they was always in her ear with some insecurity or some insecurity about her, some shit from their mama that they ain't really resolved or some shit there from their father they ain't really resolved. All of these things stifle the feminine energy. So me just putting all that shit off her mind. Now all I realize I gained is a goddamn mama. <laughs> this nigga is wipe your nose, nigga. Straighten up pull up your pants, nigga. That shirt got a stain on it, nigga. Get a napkin, nigga. I'm like, God damn, this is it. like I can't even finish she she even said, Somebody gotta fucking do it. <laughs> See, I'm like, no, let me be free. Clean up, nigga. Bring your shirt upstairs, nigga. Put that shit in your office, nigga. You can fuck up your office. Close the door, nigga. <laughs> She's still saying this place would be fucking anarchy. Yeah, anarchy. She's right. She's right. She's right. But uh, what? Get the spray. Get the spray under the um, Kenan. Under the uh, sink. Just get some raid spray. Spray that motherfucker. Well, well, here, here, no, here, Keenan. He likes to catch them with his hands. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you he couldn't do it with a spider. <laughs> oh, this nigga. Yeah, he's scared of spiders. Yeah. I put him his business on the street. You know, he caught that moth though. <laughs> yeah, I got it. All right, so I guess we answered that. Let's see. Damn, I when did this show fucking end? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, y'all smell like marijuana. See, they high now. Ah, it came out. It did. Yeah. All right, so come on, let's get another caller. Then this show is just never ended. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, yeah, brother. Man, that was great. Man. Yes, no, no, no doubt, brother. And we're gonna keep doing. Like I said, I'm gonna come back with subjects. We're gonna have the show a little bit more structured. We're gonna come back with the professionalism every Tuesday, 9 p.m. without fail. We're gonna be here. Always look for brother Elijah, because you know he's gonna be manning the boards. Or the or the sisters, D. Saxy or, or Nicole P. Nicole P. You know they're gonna be in the chat rooms. You want him speak, and they they know how to speak on subjects when they need questions. Y'all can bring the questions to them. Any show is, issues as the show develops, and I'm sure they'll take on bigger bigger roles and so on and so on, so on and such. We're gonna have guests. 
on the show. And I said, as soon as we figure that shit out, like, I don't know how to do that shit. Because if Wayne, call, Wayne Chandler called the night, he'd just be another nigga in the chat room. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think he locked his figuring that shit out. Um, like, we was trying, I was trying to get my man, Dane, on the phone. And I know he's here and he heard, because I heard my cell phone upstairs ring. And then I heard this phone beep. Uh, if he's still out there, call this, call my house phone again. When I hear beep, I'm gonna try to. Do I know how to put join the calls? I'm gonna try to join the calls because he probably got something saying that's my that's my brother who uh, has the uh, t-shirt company and that's a cult a cult Tarek T. Some, all right, he's calling now. Hold on, let me see if I can try to put him on. Hold on. Panic trying to join the call right now. Fire, you know what I'm saying? These occult 
Nice shirt. You seen it? And I sent I sent Khadija Lee a link to those Apollo shirts. That's crazy. Okay. I don't think people really understand, but y'all need to understand. This is some shit. This is some good rare shit. And it's only really like that because nobody's going to really do that because he knows me and we had these conversations. This is something I definitely would want. And I know you're going to send me some of them shits, but y'all niggas need to get up on these. And like I, I said, you, he's open. Me. Uh-huh. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, well, definitely. Send me your information. I told you. I wanted to send you a few out. Um, okay. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Well, but um, tell everybody the website and all that. And all well, it's on colterixtees.com. It's O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C.com. Okay. And it's just uh, metaphysical T-shirts, magic T-shirts, uh, the Apollo Deity T-shirts. Um, and like I said, I'm taking suggestions. So you can leave something at the email at ocotericteas at mm-hmm. yahoo.com. Okay. Or just leave something on the website. Um, and uh, like I said, we'll be expanding in the next couple of months. So any oh, ideas well, are welcome. I have to say, I think it's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's fire. Right, well, thanks, Queen. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. It is a fire idea, and like I said, the sky's the limit. Like the first thing I came out the door was with power shirts, but we could create sigils. Um, uh, and like I said, there's so you can create a sigil and perhaps have have him do the shirt for you if you have a sigil. If you if you on that level, there's just so many things, so many symbols we could deal with. And like I said, I, I don't I don't know if it could be a thousand of them, but we could get to down to some important ones. And since we now we back in this family a radio click, you know we're gonna come up with some shit, slogans and all sorts of shit. This is the well, place to go. The, the shirts prices very fair, very nice. And that and that's also with free shipping. So that's the price included. Oh, with the shipping. oh okay. Yeah, free shipping. Even even better. A few people, because I blasted it in the group, and I think a few. you said a few people bought a few shirts from you already? Yeah, actually, I just sent out an order today for uh, seven shirts. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, okay, coming, yeah, along. that's good. That's it, so it's oh. coming along. Oh, it's about, to, it's about to do what it do now, because once this family hear about it and they start seeing the sites, oh, they're going to see, because I've seen this shit, I'm like, shit, if this nigga don't send me nothing, I'm just going to make an order. <laughs> <I'm saying? 'Cause laughs> nah. Them yeah, you and your queen ain't got to place no orders, man. Well, you know no, what it is, but, but, but you know what I'm saying, it's just really that important. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's really that definitely. important. Well I'm, well, I'm definitely here for the community. So whatever it is that you guys need, right. I'm here. And like I said, I take suggestions. So, that, again, that's OkoTerikTees.com, OkoTerikTees at Yahoo.com. And on Facebook as well. We're on Facebook. Right, Facebook. Um, Twitter, Instagram. Right. And you're going to make a Facebook page so people can uh, actually communicate with you. Like I said, no, I have that to... already. I have that already. Oh, okay. Um, so... It's under Dane Anthony. Okay. And Oko okay. So it's a group within nice. Dane Anthony, but that's okay. on Facebook. Okay, yeah. okay. Definitely send it to me so I can blast it in the group. I said they could go to the website, contact you. Worst case, if you can't figure it out, come to my site. He's linked there. I'm about Definitely. to rehaul my site, and I'm going to give him a space on the front page. Right now, he's under the About Panic, where you can go to a direct link, but I'm going to give him a, a, a straight icon on the front page so y'all can get to his site. Send me a Khadija's link too so I can put her on on the site too. Will do. I'll send you Khadija. Khadija's gonna do her own website soon. She's actually linked oh. on my site. 
and but you still get to see her testimonial page and so on and so forth. But she's going to do okay. her own site too. So we we all going to make a connect. It's pretty much an extension of the same thing I'm doing. So it's perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, so he's easy to reach, easy to catch. Worst case, if you, if you can't figure it out, I know you've been to my site. You can catch it through me. But like I said, do you do uh, sweatshirts and uh, hoodies too? Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just everything is t-shirts right now for the summer, like razor back. Okay. Um, okay. T-shirts for the women, all of that for the summer. But once okay. the summer's over, I'll be doing thermals, sweatpants, leggings, nice. whatever you need. Nice thermals, sweatpants, nice coffee Crazy. mugs, greeting cards or coterie greeting oh. cards. Oh yes, coffee mugs. They I I collect a coffee mugs. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm making you one. I'm making you one as we speak. Nigga, <laughs> CC nigga, you 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 I'm you hitting one spots right now, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be busy, nigga. You gonna be busy. Once so. these niggas so. see what you got, because what you showed me already is insane. So once niggas see what you got, it's gonna be sick. It's well, gonna I'm be still sick. building, so I'm, I'm gonna be putting things up all week, like the coffee mugs, the bags, um, right, different things, cell Same phone thing. cases. Cell phone hey, cases. This, 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 this Eli, could you? Hey, Eli, how you doing, buddy? Well, good, man. Hey, could you spell out the the, the whole website? Okay, I think it's when you say it, everybody ain't getting you know. How oh, okay, to get... I got you. I'll I do it slow. It's O C C U L T E R I C dot com. Okay. Right. So look at it. I, I always look at it how I remember it, the word occult, and then the name Eric. It's, act, it's actually occulteric, but occulteric, occulteric.com, E-R-C, E-R-I-C-K, E-R-I-C. So the word occult, the name Eric, occulteric.com. There you go. Got yeah. It. Yeah, let me tell you, man, powerful, like the connection this is my, like I said. I knew him since we was two years old. His mother was like my mother. I mean, I remember things like his mom's was like. I was like, "What's relish?" You know what I'm saying? She said, "You never had relish." She said, "You like pickles?" I was like, "Yeah, I like pickles." He said, "Then you'll like relish." I said, "I don't know about that," because she was making us some frank. I said, "Look," she said, "Taste relish." I remember being the first person to put a spoonful of relish in my mouth. I'm like, relish is delicious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling we that little. And when his mom made the transition, she was one of the first that came to me. When I built my altar, I built my altar. I put everybody who I thought was supposed to be on it. And as soon as I sat down, this was the absolute first spiritual transmission from an ancestor directly was from his mother. And she said, why am I not on your altar? What's wrong wow. with you? And I had her picture in my drawer. There was no excuse. As soon as I put her up, sat down, and then I knew it was complete. And she's come through on a lot of shit. Like, each time I go crazy and want to just do some shit against my sister, the <laughs> fucking human ass, his mom to come to, do not do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With mad compassion. And I'm and I remember she was still in the astral. I remember she told me she went to the next level on the goddess level. And then when his grandmother, who was my babysitter, in fact, the first memory of Dane, his brother and his sister, we were at his grandmother's house because uh, my mother started going to work 
and brought us to his grandmother's house. She was our babysitter. And when she made the transition, she was telling me because she stuck around for a long time. Just like my grandmother is now, my grandmother's in you know close to ninety something, but won't let go. And I and I see her, but I seen his grandmother in the spirit world asking me about death. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't know, you know, real scared. And I just kept saying, you gotta let go. It's okay. Your your daughter's gonna be there. This and that. So she finally made the transition. Boom. She came through not too long ago because one of the things she used to give us, she used to buy them little the juices and stack up on juices and had pina colada. She said, yo, give me some of that pina colada. Before there's some pina colada, she came through and, you know, talked a whole bunch of stuff. So his family is absolutely my family. I think I told you about his cousin, Mitt. Mitt made the transition. We knew, you know, Mitt was just pretty much his older cousin, so like an older brother to us. And I was telling him this story. Dane's going to remember this shit. But I told this story before. Now you got this nigga on the phone. We was at his grandmother's house, and we was hungry. And I'm, my mother usually picked me up. You know, she come home from work. But this time, his mother was over there. And and so we like, you know, they get to talking because they friends. So we like, we hungry, we hungry. She, so his mother said, look, just go to my house. And boil some franks. So I'm like, we like, we don't know how to boil franks. This is some complicated shit. So she said, look, you're going to see the bubbles. Just let it, when it starts to bubble, leave it in the bubbles for a while. And then that's it. It's done. So we scratching our heads. We don't know we could do this. So we get the franks. We drop four of them joints in the water. We boil it. It's boiling the bubbles. We add more water to it. It boils again. We we add a third hit. It's boiling again. We like we don't know if we done we hear a knock at the door. We like it's Mitt. And Mitt, you know, he's older than us and we like, yo, Mitt. Yo, we trying to make these Franks, dog. You ever make Franks before? He's like, nah. I said, You think they done? He said, You've been boiling it? I said, Yo, you Mitt, please, we hungry. Could you tell us that they're done? He said, hold up. Go get a bun and some and some mustard. <laughs> so we get the mustard. He said, you got ketchup? We got ketchup. So he, he took the, and we had Wonder Bread. So the nigga ate a whole franc going, I don't know if it's done. He said, give me another franc. So he ate the second franc and was like, you think it's done? I don't know. We sitting there going, is it done? And they ate the whole second franc. Nigga dipped the fork in the pot, got a third franc, and said, no something, I think it's done. Then he's walking out the door, eating the third franc, going, yeah, yeah, it's done. Now we sitting in there with one franc. What we going to do with that? This nigga just duped us. Like, we didn't even know we was duped. We, so my, our moms came to pick us up. Y'all ain't eating yet. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yo, Mick came by, and they laughing. We couldn't even get the joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga oh, just came wow. in there, friend. Mid made the transition. Mid came through, too. He just asked me a lot of stuff for how to do things now. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to him for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was what it was. Like, that, at my man, I was the best man at Dane's wedding. This shit was amazing. So everybody dressed. You know, I'm like, that wasn't my thing. Dane's like, fuck it, nigga. I'm going to buy you the tux. I'm going to do all the shit for you. This was after my porno. Uh, uh, money was dry. He bought all this shit, you know, you know, hooked me up. So we in the back, we were getting ready. You know, I got the ring and doing the regular traditional white man thing of marriage. 
Mick come in with a smock on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he had the long one piece, and he'd be wearing that smock on a, in the hood. So, like, you know, the smock was, you know, it was like that one long Muslim dress. So I remember his, Dane's mom went to Mick, and it turned him around and said he started scratching a mustard stain on the back of his dress. And she said, nigga, how did you get a mustard stain in the back of your smock, nigga? And this shit was reversible, huh? <laughs> that shit was fun. Nigga, this is mad funny, wild shit. That ain't even nothing. We just mad funny. This is my nigga forever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that, you know, it makes me happy. Got a little T-shirt company and is dealing with the occult, so it allows me to be give me the opportunity to talk about it. And use some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Some real shit that comes through, some powerful shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you did them powers, nigga. I was like, this nigga's on point with it. Well, yeah, I was headed in another direction. You're the one who actually, I mean, the credit goes to you. I was headed in another direction. Not, you know, all kinds oh, yeah. of other t-shirts. Right. And you told me to. How to streamline it. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't even get down to business. Once, once now, what now we're going to sit down once, because remember, I was going to say once we did the radio show, that's when I'll be able to really, really talk about it. And uh-huh. we're going to, we're going to get down to some real powerful shit, some real powerful symbols. We could, we, okay. the ground floor, we start at the powerful, but this, there's a lot of shit once we start dealing with the radio shows and some of the spirituality that becomes revealed, uh-huh. t-shirts to match it. For instance, uh, when old dirt, when ODB passed, I did a whole show. One of one of the best I like on ODB was all channels, and I connected his energy to the Yellow Emperor, which was an emperor in China, a certain time, who dealt with the uh, the nine uh, immortals, which was the rest of the Wu Tang Clan. So this was one of the powerful lectures. The next day, in the host of the radio show. In her backyard, all these yellow flowers just emerged out of wow. nowhere. So she sent me those yellow flowers. I dried them out and started making oil out of them, ODB oil. Still have plenty of the flowers, still sell the ODB oil. Still people wow. understand that lecture, still buy it. So based upon spiritual transmission, there's a lot of things that's going to come up. So that's where I'm going to need you on point to be like, we need a shirt for this or or this for that, that symbol. And usually these people here listening to this show, they on their spiritual grind. So that's when you're going to see them buy what's needed when they stay on it. So it's pretty much an a, a ongoing adventure. And all you have okay. to do is just be on point with, with the symbols of what's going on. I'm here, baby. I'm here all for right. the whole ride. That sounds yeah, good. That sounds good. We're here. Yes, my nigga. So I'm sure people are going to be hearing a lot from you now, niggas. They know who your ass are. Like I said, and, and I tell that story, none of it's fabricated where you made up the name Panic. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just, needed a, I just needed a name, write graffiti. You know what I'm saying? And I was a menace with that graffiti shit. But he actually started humming and said, I don't remember the humming part. Nah, your ass is humming, nigga. I'm sitting there going, what are you doing? Well, your ass, well, i tell you this shit. You, if you don't remember the humming part, you can call your brother and sister right now. Your ass hum all the time when you're doing some shit. I'm especially when, especially when your ass eating banana pudding. <laughs> you got a banana pudding fetish that's unmentionable, kid. He's like, 
Yeah, I can't eat none of that no more. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, y'all, you would, like, critique the banana pudding. No, but they used the instant pudding. Uh, It wasn't good. Why are we talking about the cold stuff, not the banana pudding? No, it is science. There's got to be some science in that. Uh You know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, but you would home eat that shit. you put out that I was scared of cats. Where did that come from? (laughs) You you ain't going to front like you. Nigga, I have a cat right. I, like I still don't like cats. <laughs> yeah, but, I but I'm gonna do some cat Netflix work. Though. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some cat work. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, that's that's always what it was. And you was doing that cat work after I told you about Nefertim and Nebna you uh-huh. and all that shit with you and Stace. You know what I'm saying? You had to. What was the? Uh, and you could explain it yourself. If you was definitely afraid of cats, and even your mother was. Uh-huh. How was you in the house with Stacy's cats? I don't know. To this day, I don't know. And he had three cats. Okay. Yeah, three. I, I, I still don't know. I couldn't even. I couldn't even tell you. Exactly. See, that's when you know that shit is fucking some. Oh wait a minute, kid. I'm coming down to Atlanta. You ain't got no cats, right? <laughs> nah, kid. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you nah, 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 you nah, nah, kid. We got rid of. I got a basement full. No, I know. We got rid of him, kid. We got rid of him, kid. When you come down, nah, kid, we got rid of them. But there's See, mad cats in the much. neighborhood. I already know. <laughs> nah, nah, because I feed mad cats in the neighborhood, though. They be I'll around. be at the hotel. I'll, I'll be at the <laughs> hotel. <laughs> nah, <laughs> kid, nah, kid, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it's high. You got yeah, it, dog. Feeding it's a lot in of you, cats, dog. Huh? It's in you. You the cat lady in the hood, huh? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Putting out blood and milk in the morning. Nah, kid, you got to do it, kid. It's loving. Yeah, okay, I hear that. You're talking about that compassion, that pure heart, huh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. You got you got to find it in you, kid. You got to find it in you, kid. I'm it's not there you. yet. I'm not there yet. It's, it's all in the more. DNA. You got to unlock the DNA, kid. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> you got to unlock that DNA. Now I'm working. Now, now we ain't got no cash, kid. Just come through whenever you're ready. Yeah, right. Whenever you're ready. And um, uh, yeah, okay. now you're still in New York, is it? We gonna come in August? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna see him if we go. Oh, we gonna go in. Well, I'll, I'll, be, so I'll be come in Atlanta on. before then, though. All right, well, just come whenever you're ready. You know what I'm saying? Okay, whenever definitely. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we are gonna come up there too, so we'll see you when we up there. You know, do okay, our rounds. Do our rounds. Okay, well, how long yeah. is the show? It's from nine to. <laughs> to forever. A, to to forever. It seems. Yeah, I said your lunch is five hours. When it comes to war. Yeah. When they cut us off. But uh, like I said, you know, I'm going to start coming back with structures. Like, this is like a meet and greet, trying to lay out what we're going to be doing, a little bit of science. But I'm going to come back with lectures. And, you know, we're just doing a dry run to figure out how to work the boards. I think I think my man Elia figured it out, okay. how to get, you know, how to get the girls. So it's just a meet and greet because, you know, we're going to get Wayne and the Dr. Leem and whoever the fuck else anybody else want, you know, Khadijah, everybody. To do okay, a show, okay. you know what I'm saying? I was glad to get you the first night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be here. I'm, I'm tuning in every week, so I'll be, here, right, I'll be, I'll be here. Um, we That's have to good. figure out. I got to get another code because somebody, somebody else in New York has that three four seven, so I can't use that. Okay, you yeah, know there'll be a lot of motherfuckers. Um, no, you all you have to all, do is just you... sign up, sign up with the radio uh, station. This is Talk Shoe Radio, so you just oh. go to their website, make a free account, and your name will come up. Just how okay. Nicole, like how we were able to find Nicole, and then so when you call in, like you dial one pound instead of dial one pound. Once you and I'm telling this to everybody, if you want your name to show up, because there's a lot of guests here, 
you make a free account, and then you sign in. Instead of dialing one pound, which is the last thing, you dial your phone number, and then the pound, and then your name will come up, whatever name you sign under. So we'll be able to see your name and add you. So we couldn't be able to find you. We probably seen guests. So that's the difference. So all you have to do is sign up, and it's a free account. Okay. So as simple as that. Once you do that, and then then we'll be able to see you and just add you directly, and so on and such. Okay. Well, I got to check out though. But thank you, man, and good night, beautiful black people. All right, brother okay. man, right. brother mo- brother from another mother. I see. Right, I talk to you soon, bro. Tomorrow, man. I see you tomorrow. nigga. All right, All right one more nigga. All right. So, yeah, that was my nigga. That nigga said I became the cat lady of the neighborhood. <laughs> Put down milk and bread. <laughs> nigga tried to throw that shit in there, though. You see that shit. You know, because all, all we do is rank. And you know he get me in the mood, you know I'm going all night. So he tried to throw that shit in now because he ain't ranking a while. You know, me and the crew. Because there's, there's still all, there's about niggas, and I knew him since two since five, we got about seven other niggas I knew since five. About 13 other niggas I knew since eight or nine. That's still on Facebook, still our niggas. So we got, I had niggas. That's why I never needed a friend. <laughs> I'm saying I had so many niggas that I grew up with, day one niggas. That's so ridiculous. It don't even, it don't even matter. And they know all I do is just rank on them niggas. Like uh, my man Will, who's probably listening or going to listen to this. He tried that shit. I met Will out here. He tried that shit uh, uh, Sunday at the cookout. And I had to send him home packing. You know what I'm saying? Because all we do is rank. But, you know, he funny, too, because he know me. So he can say some funny shit. Nigga called me the cat lady of Atlanta just now. I heard that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he said, putting out fucking compassionate milk and cookies for fucking cats. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Does it give us a countdown of when this motherfucker ends? This is just going on. Nah, it looks like it's up to us. Now this this is a, this, this is some nigga shit right here. This is some <laughs> shit that this you know where we need white people in the group so because they got structure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas just let shit just go on. You know what I'm saying? Shit just going. Let me see what time is it, nigga? What time is it? <laughs> Twelve twenty four. I think we've done what we needed to do. We think, I think we made our point. So I think we're going to be back. Remember, we sign off with the ladies, P. Nicole. Y'all can sign off too. And, uh, uh, oh, Brother Phil is here. Let me see who's, let me look at, now I'm looking at the uh, thing. Let me see who's here. Brother Phil. Is here. I know you got your goddamn baths, bitch. Stop fucking email. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I know you got your baths, brother Phil. No, no let, let me be clear. That's not brother Phil Valentine. That's another brother Phil. That's a regular nigga, brother Phil. That's I'm not gonna be calling Doctor Phil Valentine, bitch. Know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, we need to get that shit straight. That's not Dr. Phil Valentine. That's a nigga named Phil from goddamn Missouri. <laughs> now, now that's, my, that's my man Phil. He's a good dude. He sends me shit all the time. He always supports, took the class. Know who that is, sweetie? The nigga who always says, word up. This nigga brung back word up. 
Khadija said, what up? Word up. And he's in the chat room right now. He's about to tie, uh, 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 type word up. I promise that. Word up. I'm like, nigga, I went on My girl, Marina L. is here. Uh, conscious twerker. I don't know what that is, but I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. <laughs> nigga, conscious twerker is here. Arrow Major, Soul Dreamer, Blue Walk, Brother Peridich, Peridich, Brother Pritch, Brother Pritch, yeah, Tomingo, Trina 09, Violin 314, Visa, oh, Visa's here. What a big motherfucker you are. I shouldn't have seen that shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Alta Vis is here. Grown-ass goddamn giants are in the building, nigga. Giantesses is in the building. That's my girl Visa from Florida. Her and her husband is cool people. She likes to rank with me on Facebook. Oh, you done did the wrong shit coming in here, and you ain't got no goddamn microphone? I'm going to unmute your shit, nigga. Oh, you in the chat room. You lucky. Uh, who? There's a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of states. Rhode Island, New York, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, shit, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Louisiana, Florida, Ohio, Maryland, California, Massachusetts, Georgia, Mississippi, Central Florida, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, Illinois, Arkansas, Connecticut. There's a whole bunch of motherfuckers. Take old Eliah. Eliah. All right, so this was an introduction show, folks, and we are at the end of it. Remember, every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, let me find the... Uh, Call in information. All right. The call in number, 724-444-7444. Once you call in, the key is our user ID, which will always be 140203. Then you hit the pound. Then it's going to ask you for the caller ID. If you created an account, then you will have a caller ID. If you did not create an account, you will hit pound one. And what this will give me is just your, uh, what do they call it, uh, your state. But if you create an account, then I'll be able to see your name. So try to create accounts. I wouldn't even know... Like if if I had to find Wayne right now, I don't know what I would do. It just would be it would just say Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Where this nigga from? So that's what I, I guess that's what we would have to do. I'm talking to Eli. I guess that's what we have to yeah, do because all of these have any guests we just have to know their state. You could set up form if you wanted to, but they would have to sign in and use it. Okay, we can. I guess we do that. Okay, if we can't find them, uh, I guess we would have to scroll through because they able to find me easy. I guess it just says New York. Saying like, let's say we had Wayne on there, we just email him with all the signing info. 
But ain't, well, ain't nothing okay. Easy. Well, he would have to have a number. They would use his number to call. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I said, panic putting milk out seven in the morning. Oh, y'all niggas trying to blow that shit up now. All right, so I'm gonna blow my man up. You remember when he gave his website a cult? When he spelled it out, he said E R I C. Because that shit, everybody in his family used to say Aura, 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 and he threw that Aura in there. I let that one go. You know what I'm saying? He said. O C C U T L U L T E R I C dot com. I said, nigga, you just said aura. Aura, nigga. What's the aura? So I let that shit go. He just put out cookies and milk, and he's ringing on me. Oh, I'm going hard on the Facebook. That OG oil is on point. Go get it. So this is it. There, this there go Phil. Word up. Khadija said, "What up, brother Phil? Brother regular brother Phil, not Doctor Phil." And did you? And I'm sure you got your bath joints by now. If you're not, they definitely coming tomorrow to send them out. Thanks for your patience, nigger. Thank you, nigger. Oh, we got somebody from Nova Scotia in the house. What's that? Uh, uh, Canada? Ah, shit. All right. We, e- Eli, you got to get up in the morning, nigga. So we're going to end this off. So we're going to let the ladies sign off. Eli, sign off. And we will see everybody next Tuesday, same time, and I'll come up with a subject, and we'll deal with it from there. Ah, oh, shade niggas. So, P. Nicole, sign off, sister. Peace, y'all. Stay blessed. Give out your uh, information, contact information for show contact ideas. Just P. Nicole at gmail.com for show ideas. Just P. Nicole on Twitter and Just P. Nicole on IG. Sounds good. We'll see you next Tuesday, Queen Sister Hotep Ashe. Be sexy. <laughs> Sign off. S-U-N-D-A-N-U-7-1-S-G-M-A-L-D-O-T-C-O-M for any show ideas or any orders. Or get some pot. Or get some marijuana. Say it one more time, Be sexy. I think you were breaking up. Okay, it's S-U-N-D-A-N-U-7-1 at gmail.com. And I'll also post it in the chat room. Okay. Sounds good. We'll see you next week. Beloved Hotep Ashe, my man Eliah is going to sign off. All right. Peace, y'all. We'll see what you are next week for the show. Hotep. Man, we got a lot of background noise kicking in this one. Let, let, hold on. Let's let's see if this cur- cures it. And like I said, we still uh, trying this shit out. Still testing, Khadija. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. We're going to sign off, Mom. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. I know you know, Mama. I know you know your man in, until you got me walking on the mountain, but that's another thing. Hotep Queen. Actually, you should sign off too, Khadija. Here you go. Now that you done said, la 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 la. Here you go, Khadija. <laughs>
Hey, good peoples. Um, now, uh, it was a pleasure to be on the uh, on the air tonight, and uh, hopefully we'll see you all next Tuesday. And actually, if you all uh, need to email me for uh, readings or spiritual consultations, it's Samdi Massage. So you spell that S-A-M-E-D-I, massage, M-A-S-S-A-G-E, at hotmail.com. Again, that's Samdi Massage at hotmail.com, S-A-M-E-D-I. M-A-S-S-A-G-E at Hotmail.com. Okay, and you can also uh, see me on the website, occultlectures.com. All right, good peoples. Everybody have a good night. Later. All right, peace and blessings, everyone. We'll see you next Tuesday. We're going to come harder with more and more science and less and less uh, figuring shit out. But this has been the maiden run. Ashe Hotep. Beloved, peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.